This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. New features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, Kevin Walters impresses the rugby league world as he walks normally despite having Darren Lockyer's hand up his ass for an entire series. Manly to be cleared of all charges after it's discovered that it will be the NRL leading the investigation and not real police. Billy Slater deems his latest undeclared payment of a truckload of Barbie dolls as not as good as a jet ski, but better than a fucking Swift. Plus, we look back at all the action from Round 17 of the 2017 NRL season. All that more, This Week in League. Welcome to episode 262 of This Week in League, I'm mate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, fella? Mate, I'm fucking warm. Toasty. Toasty. In, in the a, surroundings. I'll tell you, this 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 is the best insulated room in, uh, you know, Australia, perhaps even the world. Well, fuck, man. I think we've just discovered what to sell to Eskimos. It's not fucking ice. These fucking giant bricks that weigh like... 40 kilos each, each full. one full of hoodies. Full of hoodies. <laughs> you know, there's boxes there. There's basically the office at the moment it usually has stuff in it that, that makes it not that easy to get around. However, now the all available space is basically the two chairs and a thin area that you can walk from the door to the chairs. And I can't fucking wait to get these memberships out. I mean, when the key rings arrived, it's like in a little, you know, it all fits in one satchel. It's just like a, you know, like a fucking plastic bag that, you know, was packed tight. But, you know, it's, you know, like 30 centimetres square sort of bag. You know, it's like, it takes up no room at all. That's it. But, um, they're these fucking hoodies. They're, they're very warm. I, I have, uh, I have, um, field tested both the green and the black. And, uh, it was very cold today, actually, out uh, out on the field, and uh, a bit of rain too. But the the hoodie was very warm, and uh, they're fantastic. I'm uh, very very happy with them, and uh, the, the the print and everything like that. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, they so, really good. Yeah, they did a great job again, and uh, <coughs> that'd be our boys down at the uh, the print bar down at Newmarket. So, uh, shout out to those guys. Is it actually um, a bar? No, I do not believe there is alcohol to be consumed there at all. You get drunk on drinking fucking paint. Nice. Or uh, or chroming it, as I believe the children <laughs> call it. Why oh. <sighs> do the kids these days go to the chroming? I saw something a little while ago that, like, they're, they're now, I think it was in the Northern Territory somewhere. Yep. The kids were jumping over the fence of the airport. Just to get the fumes of the, the jet. And they were sitting on the wings of the aeroplanes. Yeah. With a hose coming out of the fuel tank. Actually what? huffing jet fuel. Oh, so. Fucking hell. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's just a natural progression. Yeah. Or if that's just a case of the degenerates that came before them not taking the time to explain things well enough. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So, mm. Um... Welcome to all our new listeners, as always, and just like to say a special thank you to everyone this week, not just the new listeners, this is a, like the, especially the old school as well, and just the people who spread the word, share the shit on Facebook, and you know, retweet things and stuff like that, because 
June was the biggest month in the history of the show. And I don't know if I need to talk numbers or not, but we're talking like over 800,000 downloads, which is which beat not last month, the month before. Um, the So it wasn't May, but yeah, so it would have been... April would have been the previous record holder and it beat that by about 50-something, 50 56, I think, thousand, which is fucking ridiculous. And there's a fucking lot of public holidays in April, so people have plenty of downtime. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and usually you find that public holidays are like the... And uh, Easter and things like that are actually like lower figures because people just go away for like a week. Like they, they, they'll go away on like the, you know, Tuesday or something and so they'll be away for like the week and a half and so yeah. they'll, they'll be a week that they just miss or whatever, you know. Plus, but if they're, um, you know, in the car, they maybe don't want this in with the kids. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, nanny state, but I appreciate what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Had the kids in the car coming, the cousins and, the, and Killy in the car coming back from uh, this soccer thing today and, um, and he's like, oh, can you put on a boat on? I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to... No, no, I will not. Yeah. Because once, I, once I've, I messed up, in my head, I'm thinking, you know, oh. Oh, this is hilarious. Didn't realise what it was. And then, like, so you get the, the start. Like, it's just like, you know... So, like, you know, motherfucker... Okay, oh, yeah, that's right. This song's like this. Skip. And he's yeah. like, intriguing. What is this song that you're playing right now? And I found, like, an edited version where it sort of, you know, bleeps and, you know, does the reverse you know, and that sort of thing. You know, so there's no actual swearing in it. Thing is, the kids all know what swear words are, and there's a beat that is you can hear him speculating what it could be. What the beat? You think they're saying cunt? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't know that. He he thinks the c words like crap. Yeah, keep that going for a second. Yeah, I am. I am. He's not listening to Kevin Blade. Like me, like I was ruined at like about the age of ten when when that Kevin Blade Wilson was like Santa Claus. You can't. I mean, I remember with that plugged into the stereo and with headphones in and one can. My brother with one can and me with the other can. I made the mistake. A um, forgetting that the kids know how to work Siri. <laughs> uh, and B, one afternoon with a screaming two-year-old in the back of the car. Oh, no. Played a song by the wonderful artist Wesley Willis <laughs> called I Whooped Batman's Ass," Which is just him saying that, you know, a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. And of course everyone... And just a bunch of other random is, stuff like, you know, yeah. you know, Batman is my friend to the end. <laughs> I love him like a, I love him like a milkshake. But I got knocked to the floor. <laughs> Rock over London. And um, then... Rock on Chicago. The next time we're in the car... Yep. Um, the eldest, the 10-year-old, picks up my phone... Yeah. And presses the Siri button and says, Siri, play some Wesley Willis. Oh, so he's getting sucked my dog's dick and... and yeah. Uh, Schwarzenegger. I, I'm never screamed, hey, Siri. Hey, hey Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri, delete yourself, bitch. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes. Um, a big tangent there, but I just, I just want to say, certainly we've, we've come a long way from 13 listeners on day one <laughs> to the early, you know, to struggling through like five, 600, you know, listeners per episode. And, and hasn't the quality of content improved? <laughs> 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 it's a funny thing. It's just, it, it's, it, it's baffling that, you know, that uh, people, you, you just, you, you get, you get the real shit you know I mean like we're not fucking putting anything like, like you know you just yeah. you get the, you get the realness it's <laughs> like there's, there's really no editing there's yes the, the only editing is just the chop so you don't hear me hit the space bar to stop recording at the end you of each segment that's it I reckon in all of the time that I've been with you yeah if you put... with me well, you like Stan and we should be together <laughs> no, no. That you I've mean that you. that you've been that you have been co-hosting yes. the podcast this week in league? Um, yes. If there was a blooper reel of that entire time, yep, it'd have maybe one thing on it. 
Yeah. And it was one night when I had AIDS and coughed during the intro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we f- and we so fucked it's... up. We we fucked up the intro a couple of times, but like nothing, nothing no. major, nothing. Unfortunately, nothing hilarious. Because believe me, if it was, I would I'd stick it in the back of the show or something. The only way you get in a blooper reel is if we actually put out like a director's cut of all the lines that we've decided were too bad oh. for the beginning of the show. Yeah, the problem with that is though, like for every for every one that we go, wow. That's 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 really over the line. We can't say that. There's probably twenty that are just like that's just shit. Yeah. <laughs> like no, no, it's like no. Where's the, oh, yeah, the punchline? Exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, so you couldn't release all of them. You just had to release. I mean, because we used to do like um back in the day, like one of the one of the seasons of the show, we used to do like some unedited stuff or some you know outtakes and things like that. But then you get better at what you do, and there just aren't any. Yeah. And so that dried up. That dried up in a couple of months, probably because there's just there's just nothing, you know. So, well, I remember the original one. Yeah. And all I remember was Glenn telling you to edit that bit out. Edit that bit out. <laughs> yeah. The, the the best thing is the, the story about that is when he said edit that edit something out or edit that bit out or whatever. He fucking meant that shit. Yeah. And like I never did it, and so he thought he felt like I was throwing him under the bus by not doing it. And I'm like. <laughs> Motherfucker, he's got... <laughs> you can say it. I mean, if you become a joke, you know, you, you can, he can say edit, edit that thing out, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing it. Like, no, no way. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll smile and nod politely. Yeah, I'll edit that shit out. We don't fix shit in post. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there is no good switch. Remember, we remember in the recording studio and shit when I was in bands. We used to tell the guy, the engineer all the time, like, fucking, can you flick the good switch? Like, I don't want to go and do it again. Just flick the good switch, mate. Um, So, yeah, I mean... It's who 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 would have thought? I never would have thought certainly that that any rugby league podcast would you know be able to do like a million downloads a year, for example. Let alone get close to that in a fucking month. So, um, we're not the ones downloading it. It's you guys. So uh, all credit goes to the mighty Tool Nation and uh, the expanding Tool Nation. So thank you very much, guys. Um, now we had a uh, a new a new uh, listener or a new a new tweeter, Oof. Little Buffalo with one F. And uh, it's, uh, just like the fashion, I'm 10 years behind. Brand new to Twitter. Jeez, there you go. There's Coffin. I've yeah, unmuted did, did you unmute yourself? Like a fucking expert. Because there's, there's a fucking... There's, there's a blooper. There's a, there's a blooper. That <laughs> time when you fucking <laughs> muted, like, your entire, <laughs> entire segment. Um, so, Little Buffalo said, just like fashion, I'm 10 years behind. Brand new to Twitter, just for Twill Nation gold that masquerades as sporting content. Yeah, masquerades is nothing, sir. Fantastic. Um, and uh, hey, uh, Maximal, Maximal Firth was back again. So thanks for the mention in the latest ep. Highlight of the trip so far. That's that doesn't it doesn't really bode well for Myanmar as a tourism destination. Then if you can shout it out on a rugby league podcast is a is the best thing. Jesus, uh, is a, I'm a para fan, and uh, at Joshua underscore forward is a dogs fan. Uh, my condolences to you both, especially for what you had to witness the other day. Um, Mailbag Hammers, that's H4MMERZ, in case you don't follow him already. Listening to the pod, windows down at Zarafa's drive through. On comes raping monkeys with Dixie drumsticks and windows up. These, they're my favourite tweets. People who are playing the show in inappropriate, like, oh, I didn't have the headphone jack all the way in on the train. And like, and so, well, like oh, I can't remember who it was, but he was pulled up, he was dropping something off the church or something. And, yeah, like, that shit. That's that oh, shit. That look, is my. That is my drug. All, all I'm picturing yep. is you know that's going down. Yep. And there's some you know person in the restaurant or behind him in a car. Yeah. Starts choking on their coffee, 
without realising the fucking imminent danger that puts her in. B boy one eight two. We know that real dad had the Polynesian angle. Had I'm sure it's still there. And after the last few weeks of this week in league, we now know that stepdad has the miners angle. Take. He's put a picture of Matt Moylan on there, young Matt Moylan, and then he's gone hashtag stepdad Pell. <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> Clevo. Fucking Clevo obviously hasn't <laughs> hasn't seen my Abby. You know, and I feel sorry for you that you live in a world so devoid of innocent affection that you think that any show must be sexual. So you're like you've denied yourself the the wholesome, good, you know, well-intended, pure as the driven snow. Love. Well said, well, well said by fucking the president of NAMLA, which is, which is the, of course the North American Matt Moylan Love Association. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I got, I got, like just goosebumps, just so, uh, just chilling. You know? That was just chilling. Yeah. The sincerity in which he's—I mean—that's that was like some. Like I, I, I honestly hope I honestly hope you don't drown. <clears throat> you know, the day you see a beautiful sunset over the ocean, and you run out there to try and fuck it, because that's all you do with beautiful things. You can't appreciate them in their natural state. <laughs> <sighs> okay. M S S. Oh, sorry, M S Swinborn. I thought this week in league were good, but they said chicken crimpies aren't the best shape and then ragged on Dixie drumsticks. Hash tasteless. Hey, listen. The ranking on this show, worst case scenario for chicken crimpies is number two, which is very good. Yeah. Um, none of us have dismissed chicken crimpies out, out of hand. I, like chicken, I, I was eating some fucking chicken crimpies yesterday down at the fucking Sheffield United thing. I, I, I like chicken crimpies. The argument's been about the ranking of barbecue. Yeah, that's, and where barbecue sits in there, and also the fact that Dixie drumsticks are fucking AIDS for the aforementioned fact that yeah. they bashed up monkeys' that's it. disease vaginas that yeah. some the, and, and assholes yeah. at some stage and, and, and ingested by humankind. Seriously, I'll tell you what, if you go and hit Magic Johnson over the head with a vase and then look at the blood under a microscope, there's little fucking Dixie drumsticks. <laughs> uh, and, um,. R-Popsh on the same topic. The Dixie Drumstick talk, AIDS delivery and all, has got me wanting them. A lot of hate towards them, undeserved. Oh, you fucking hipster. <laughs> oh, that, 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 AIDS is, that, that, that AIDS is on the edge. Everyone hates these. <laughs> I love them. Stand there alone. What it, what it does say to me, though, is that... Um, the power rankings, this 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 war over the over the biscuits, it's still it, it's not over. No, the Dixie drumstick, over. the the Dixie drumstick sympathisers are only now just starting to marshal their forces. All, only, all for naught. There's only still, one. Well, we got we've got one one defender of the drumstick, and then we've got our pop shoes. Like, well, look, I've never thought of eating a Dixie drumstick in my life until I thought they'd been raping monkeys with them. Yes. And so, I mean, that probably says more about him than it does Dixie Drumsticks, but he's on and board. And then we have Tater, who was named after a fucking fairly delicious snack. Chips. Chips. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I find out that you 
go and put those filthy things in your mouth. And change the Twitter thing to Dixie Drumsticks oh, or something. Yeah, outrageous. Egg Council Creeper, who's, uh, who's handled on I'll Never Read Again this year, because I'm not a fucking enabler. <laughs> it would fantastic, take, sir. honestly, people who like two-hour shows th- will thank me for not reading his name mm. out. People who like three-hour shows... Now, for new listeners, um, Egg Council Creeper's come on to... Started listening to the show this year. And yes. Is, uh, Making a strong a strong showing for, for Gronk. He's currently working in sanitation for the Australian Air Force. Yes. Cleaning the toilets of test fighter pilots. Correct. Correct. And I believe he's going to be um, crash testing planes when he graduates. Well, no, he's just, he'll be stuck in the, you know, cleaning toilets with a toothbrush. The proper fighter pilots will walk out and pat him on the head and go, well, check out the G-forces on what I left in there for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, you you feel the need the need for the speed? No, no. Great, oh <laughs> feel, 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 feel the need for you to scrub that reverse kangaroo off. <laughs> well done, keeping our freedom. Yep, yeah, salute you, sir. Freedom isn't free. <laughs> Wally Frogmore said, "It's a it's a while away, and uh, the end of year function is right before it. But will anyone be doing the Melbourne trip for Australia v England in October?" Look, I'm going to say it's going to be a no from me. Yes. However, we got the you know the World Cup stuff and there's you know there's games happening you know all over the all over the place. Oh, uh, fuck you, Frogmore. Come to Brisbane. Oof, there you go. He was just here this weekend. Just passed. Oh, you didn't tell me. He came up. To, he came up to watch the uh, the Pacquiao fight. Ah. Uh, Benny two seven. The only the only thing left to ask: Does Nate believe in Barrett yet? No, I don't. And I'll tell you why. This is not just being a, <laughs> this is not just being a simple hater. Because I'm 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 fucking better than that. It's beneath me to be a hater. But all I'm saying is I am seeing a, a very unified playing group playing for each other. And we, you know, was, you know, the players that had the stuff come out last week going, oh yeah, we you know we decided that we were going to become you know mates before the season started, and you know and hoped that that would you know uh, work towards like you know team morale and you know all that sort of thing. And so that worked. So, so basically, I don't feel like the side is doing anything more than they would be doing with any coach that had the full resources and support of the club. Mm-hmm. So, so some there was some other person that was coaching that had the same recruitment muscle and the, and all that sort of thing behind him. Then I think that the, the result would would be exactly the same. The biggest tiger feeling the love this week, boys. Sad news though. Wife just looked at the ladder and booked us a trip to Byron Bay over the grand final. So he will not be making the uh, meetup in El Loco this year. Oh. Last year he was in the States on holidays. Oh. So I oh, so it's this is this is what the Tigers are doing. This this is some of the elemental effects of that club feel, in decline. I'm starting to feel like your fucking sports worst friend. Tiger. Well, He's he's obviously still the biggest tiger because I mean they're in Bali and so he's just in in, in yeah. sympathy with them having a holiday at the same time of the year. But uh, he's not he's not really being all the listeners' sports best friend who want to who who want to chat to him about a logo, yes. is he? Uh, uh, so you should feel bad. <laughs> Cruzy zero six. It's obvious Jay is not a black man stuck in a white man's body like Nate. In regards to your "let's get it started" versus "let's get it, let's get retarded" talk last week, um, <clears throat> Stuart, hang on. So, are you saying that your knowledge of post Fergie black eyed peas determines your inner black manness? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that Cruzy's saying that. 
Cruzy. Are you fucking serious? He's, he's just fucking salty because Pacquiao got fucked up. Yeah, and true. He's Philo as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay, nice. I enjoy your pastries. Fuck your boxes. Stuart Marler. Seriously, has nobody told you where Hammerhead Thrust Eagle comes from? It's a Top Gear reference, a Clarkson car invention. So now I hate that fucking name because Clarkson's a cockhead. Really? You yeah, Andy Clarkson? I'd spit on that cunt. He's a fucking imbecile. Yeah, and an absolute cunt of a human as well. Okay. He's uh he's he's done some terrible fucking things over uh, on the Isle of Man and stuff where he's where he's commandeered a lighthouse for his home and uh, tried to fence off public public land and fishing zones and stuff like that for his own use and uh, eventually he got he got sued yeah. into oblivion so that, and yes yeah so he's a he's a real fucking kind of a human that guy and um, piss on him I say what so a guy gets into a bit of money and tries to get a fucking decent fishing spot for himself makes him a cunt. Just the way he goes about his fucking life, he's a cunt. Yeah, okay. I think he's putting that other little fucking ferrety dude into cars, and that dude keeps crashing himself. How many lives has he got left, you think? He's fucking, he's, he's fucking launching that hamster into fucking... That <laughs> 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 little motherfucker's probably got three lives left, right? <laughs> people, people are doing worse things with gerbils elsewhere in the world, but, you yeah, know. Well, you know <laughs> Richard, Richard Gear. I mean, he's not blameless either. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, so thank you for telling me the reference, and I don't like it anymore. Um, then we've got at Dane Dale. So D-A-Y-N-E Dale. He's up, boys. Hammerhead Thrust Eagle here. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've had an absolute shocker the last couple of weeks. The mock has got me. <laughs> so we finally... All this fucking drew him out of the shadows. It, 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 took, it took me actually shitting on Clarks for him, to, for him to reveal himself out of the shadows so now we know Giannis underscore Mateus your that's our stepdad's defence mm. of the five year plan is less convincing than uh, denying declining Western Sydney maths education standards informed the plan look I'm sure we'll get to, <laughs> let's wait for the fucking let's wait for the, the match recap to talk about <laughs> potential five year plans and uh, and the success yeah. Of those within. Ben Dunn, 43. Oh dear. Stepdad, stick to height appropriate sports references, please. He's a hashtag midget tossing. Everyone's fucking... <laughs> everyone's short compared to him because he's a fucking mutant. Yeah. Like, you know, you just go around and think you can pile shit on everybody because you've got some fucking extra growth pressing on some fucking gland somewhere. His dad was fucking mainlining... HGH into, into the eye of his dick yeah <laughs> yeah um, and then he's gone on to say that uh, he will praise you though for your shark sympathy origin impacted for sure so shut the hell up mate look you fucking kidding fuck the sharks now yeah yeah the seat the hang on what, what sports references was I making last week I don't remember he's saying height appropriate I mean we're talking about basketball I don't know oh okay do you remember I don't remember he's one of those fucking white guys yeah that was two things. A, afraid of contact sports, and B, lucky he was tall. <laughs> yeah. It really, because basketball really is a genetic lottery, isn't it? Got your you're, fucking number. You're either tall enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the, the short, scared of contact sport kids end up playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> the tall ones are... Uh, fucking Benny boy here like, or they become uh, uh, tempting bowling or darts that sort of thing they start drinking and learn how to play darts fuck darts is fantastic I'll watch darts any day of the week <laughs> I fucking love it Devonhead 
Twill tourist listening on the Hume Highway travelling from Victoria to New South Wales. Sounds like the start of a cold chisel song. <laughs> you want to give me a few bars? I don't know. <laughs> Dev on the Hume. <laughs> Stuart Marley said, I thought I'd claim a retrospective Twill tourist. 2011 in Chesky Crumlove, Czech Republic. Hearing about Keefe's origin selection. Fuck. I'd forgotten about that, slash repressed. Um, now, this week, there is no uh, segment formerly known as uh, Luke Dawn. The guys have uh, commitments that don't enable them to record their, to get them to record their show in a time that will get that segment to us uh, in time. I think it'll be like, you know, Thursday morning or something, so our show will be out. So they're going to have a week off and do catch up next week. Um, I am keen to hear their thoughts about um, the situation with Greg Bird, where he was knocked the fuck out. And then yeah, all mates come and fucking up again. kick him up by the scruff of the neck and just dump them. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's some cold shit, even for fucking, even even, even for, um, I, no, I can't name him. And you guy. know how you know that cunt knew he was in trouble? Because after he's picked Bird up, realised he was gone and dropped him. Yeah. He's just gone to walk off and then gone, fuck, this is going to look suspicious if I don't check on my teammate as well. Yeah. And he's gone and just given him the world's most half-assed. <laughs> so. uh, to, to, no, to his credit or detriment, though, he didn't, he didn't show any... Like that—that's—that's that's definitely probably what his what his brain was doing, mm. but he didn't show it in his face or anything. He was still like, because yeah, I mean, no, he gave—I no. mean, he gave him the—he gave him some lip too when he was doing oh, it. Like, yeah, fucking yeah. Um, memberships. Okay, well, as we mentioned earlier, the the hoodies are in. Uh, the packing begins. <laughs> One thing I, I did uh, I did realize is when I saw the hoodies folded up, I'm like, oh fuck, they're enormous. Um, we're going to need a bigger satchel. <laughs> so I ordered some satchels. They arrived today. It was overnight. It was fantastic. So I got some big-ass satchels to put the fucking hoodies in. And uh, so their packing begins. And um, in my day-to-day business, I've got to ship a lot of stuff out anyway. So I'll basically just uh, throw some packs together as I, as I, as I do that. And uh, get some out. Yeah, get some out every day. And uh, all is in readiness. So I uh, can't wait for people to start getting these things and strutting Lovely. their shit. Uh, and that's basically it anyone who uh got in late on the membership thing and, and uh rest assured that you uh you are covered uh i got the orders in before it was too late so um do have yours as well uh and i know some of you are waiting to pay for them and that's and that's fine um that's my fault I'm just so fucking busy at the moment with like stock taking end of year shit with uh, a couple of businesses so once i clear the dust then i'll just i'll let you know how to pay and um it's all good and just uh yeah we'll get them sent out brown paper bag for yourself being yep. a manly fan yeah brown paper bag is, is, is totally fine and uh, you know sent to me with the calf's blood and, and everything else that ain't gonna amount to shit news well I mean our news cycle, the the show dictates the news cycle essentially. Yes. Journalists sit on articles until such time as they know we're about to record, and they wait and see the you know, other people's. You know, oh, we've released the show, and so they're like, good. Yeah. They're done. Now we're gonna wait for you know. It's it's kind of like a setting up exclusives for the for the real deals. Now. The one that happened this afternoon, it was very fucking lucky it came in time, about 6 o'clock or, you know, 5.30 or something yeah, like that. Um, and uh, I'll just read the story. It was uh, it was on uh, from Sydney Morning Herald. Um, very, very mixed messages. But uh, they're basically saying that players from several clubs 
are being investigated for taking secret benefits or cash payments in a likely breach of salary cap rules. They then go on to name Manly are suspected of breaching the salary cap to at least one player in previous seasons. But then they, uh, Manly are not the only club under scrutiny, with the past behaviour of several other clubs also attracting police attention. So the thing is... With this story, obviously it's very it's very early, and as we tend to you know, deal with these stories, we'll be reasonably quick with it tonight because I would guarantee that by next week, there hopefully, will be fucking nothing. There'll and be nothing. In three weeks' time, <laughs> and, we'll talk about and it. And in three weeks' time, yeah, exactly. When there's something to talk about, we'll talk about it more. But they're basically saying that um, the, the detectives have not found evidence of an organised conspiracy involving players deliberately losing games, but they've found information about intelligence being leaked by club insiders to punters and hidden payment player payments that may breach salary cap rules. You would think that things leaked by club insiders to punters isn't the the hugest deal. I mean, it, it reminds me of like a Mark War thing, you yeah. know, telling old mate the pitch conditions or whatever, you know, Look, the here's team the, selections. The, what you've got to remember about this is the police are in no way, shape or form interested in the salary cap condition or the adherence to of any club in the NRL. Unless it's unless it, it results in, you know, tax evasion or some sort of fraudulent behaviour that's again, actionable. It, even if it does result in tax evasion, yeah. the only way they were able to get the fucking Parramatta Gronks was through liquor licensing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, thereafter, the gambling side of it, yeah. and again, probably not because they're that interested in the gambling side of it, it's because generally when you have gambling, there's more organised crime. dodgy gambling, there yeah. is organised crime there as and well, and that's where the that's where the fish are. That they, yeah, exactly. So what they what they're saying is that um that that oh well, they had a businessman. This is funny. It's, at the moment, it's all like sources said this, and you know sources said that, and so some businessman said that uh, secret salary top-up payments were happening at every club. When asked whether he'd made any undisclosed payments to a Manly player, he responded, you write it, I've got no comment to make. Comment to make. So he's, uh, you know, he's, he's got nothing to say. Um, <clears throat> Manly, for their part, released a statement saying that uh, the club remains the benchmark in relation to both salary cap and playing roster management at all levels across the NRL, something we remain immensely proud of. This, this leading compliance position has been confirmed by the NRL over the past three years, being the tenure of the current salary cap management team of the club, which is very interesting work. The most specific part of that whole fucking article was talking about the, the ones time frame that, yeah, that the, the time frame. have put on their it's, a, it's a time frame. It's a time frame that 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 Penn has had like complete yeah. board control. Um, and so they go on. They go on to talk about this. This all sort of came from the the match fixing thing that they were looking at. And that there's a funny thing about all this. They're like, all these clubs apparently are doing this shit. We're only going to name. We're only going to name Manly though, just because you know it sells papers. And uh, also, oh by the way. P.S. That match fixing thing, the police actually said nothing's coming out of that, <laughs> and they just put it like a little. It was almost if if a newspaper could have had fine yeah, print no, at the bottom that, of it, they that, would have had that's the what fine they said. print. They, said that they haven't found evidence of players intentionally losing games. No, but then they go they, they go on to say like all the the stuff that they're investigating. Remember yeah. when remember when Manly were oh, all yeah. these dudes were getting done for match? No, nothing. Actually, there's uh they've no evidence of organised game rigging. No person will be charged with uh serious criminal offences linked to game rigging. And uh, yeah, but then if they can get money laundering, believe me, they'll try to. They'll get them. Yeah. Um, so look, at the end of the day, this is uh, not something that I'm worried about at all. I mean, there was there was calf blood. You remember? This is the other thing that people people got short memories. But do you remember the um, when the Asada thing kicked off and it was the blackest day in Australian sport or whatever they were deeming it? Who said that? Was that, that the that Asada was... guy? Was that the police investigator? Some cunt. 
But the thing about that was the Sharks weren't fucking anything in the front of that. It was fucking Manly was the club that they're talking about. And the and the yeah. and the end was and, and there was talk about you know oh Stephen Dank was fucking you know giving out shit out of the boot or that gazelle guy or you know there's some guy dubbed the gazelle remember yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. no nah, nothing Zorba stealing fridges nothing if... the Brett Stewart extortion thing nothing fucking sponsors uh, getting getting slapped up nothing believe me the Teflon Eagles will once again walk away because you know what you want to you want the honest truth is there fucking salary cap shit going on. Fuck, of course there is. I guarantee it. Yeah. Every fucking club, I guarantee it. I, I guarantee Manly's doing it too. The only thing is, the only way I think you can really catch people is either through exceptional, like, world-class stupidity, as seen with the Eels, or... Recording board meetings talking yeah, about fraud. Yeah, world-class stupidity, or someone actually smiting, smiting themselves... <laughs> to actually turn, you know, to turn the whole thing, and that's uh, the, so. What, make, the only... what makes you think that they wouldn't be given a deal? Well, possibly. I mean, what happened with the what happened with the 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 storm whistleblower? No idea. Yeah, me neither. No, no, I was asking. I don't. I don't know exactly. But, but um, <clears throat> yeah, you're 100 percent right. But these people, I don't mean they they might necessarily be smiting themselves in terms of um of like you know time or you know criminal repercussions or anything. But like you know their legacy and stuff. I mean, they might have been involved you know in something. You know, te- yeah. like say the storm. Say say you're instrumental in the storm uh, premiership. You know, golden golden era back in the late two thousand yep. and you know whatever's, and uh, you just totally just fucking just <laughs> drag it down because of a grudge against you know, you know that's what I mean. Spite yeah. them, spite themselves. I mean, yeah, like exactly. destroying their own that's achievements it. and legacy. You know, through and fuck man, I I deal with some weird shit day to day. Yeah. Um, involving, you know, employees going off and spending hundreds of thousands of dollars that they yeah. shouldn't be spending yeah a lot of the times it's not the employee you know a lot of the times uh, somebody in their family might be in some trouble or have uh, a fucking gambling problem yeah, yeah and all of a sudden there's a catalyst there yeah and that's yeah. all you need yeah um, the fucking simple thing is the NRL is too much of a fucking psycho girlfriend <laughs> to release control because let's be frank here they they want to control these third party payments. Yeah. Yep. And it's a, you know, a little bit to do with they they put out there that we want all clubs to be fair and have the same opportunities and yeah, this, that, which and the is other. which is impossible because I mean you got you know the commercial reality is what they really want is to be able to say to fucking um, Hankook Tires. Yeah. We guarantee you that no NRL player will endorse another tire brand fucking anywhere. Yeah. And you are now the official tire of the NRL. Yeah, yeah. That's what they want to be doing. And then but TPA comes in from fucking Bridgestone or something. Yeah, the Paragon has set up Bridgestone. Exactly. Like, no, yeah. you can't have them. No, no. So the NRL have got themselves into this fucking mess. Yeah. That's why you now have the Rugby League Players Association saying, we want more money. Because mm-hmm. they they don't have uncapped earning if, potential. If they're, yeah, if their earning capacity is... You know, dictated to by the NRL. And yeah. you're limiting it, then they give me some more of your money. Yeah. That then leads to the fucking problem of, well, where does this extra money come from? Mm-hmm. It's not just automatic poof new revenue. Yep. It has to come from other parts of the game. Yep. And it'll be from junior development and grassroots and the grants that the junior sporting clubs get or to yep. the, the states. Um, just put everything above board. 
and say, if you want to be paid by a third party, be paid by a fucking third party. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we have to get over this thing that we're, we're worried that people are going to buy premierships. You know, it, yeah. it's going to fucking happen. Yeah. You look at pretty much every other major sporting code in the world, and you have teams that are dominant for a little while. There's not this... Um, I mean, they probably in their dream world that there is, but there's not this real focus or imperative for the organisation that governs the sport to to, to to ensure that there's an even competition. Mm. You know what I mean? They they might they might try and uh, you know through things like drafts and and what you know obviously reverse order you know drafts yep. and things like that. They, they they ensure that you know good players, good new players go to the clubs that need them most. However, yeah, for things yeah, you know, it's like the Premier League. You get like a Russian fucking billionaire in there. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. There's, there's, there's clubs that sit on top and they stay like, there. Isn't there like four teams that can win the soccer every year? Yes, probably. You know, I don't know a lot about it, but I mean, I'd say you're probably, you know, maybe closer to six, but there's definitely like those six are there. That's one through six most times, unless yeah. there's like a bolter that for some reason gets fucking kissed on the dick by the gods of football. Exactly. And, uh, and, they, just, and they just do oh, a run fuck. through. fuck. What did you just call it? Guys of football. The, inf- the infection started. <laughs> oh mate, I'll tell you. It's fucking soccer. I've I've spent I've spent nine nine hours of, at Ugh. fucking soccer this week so far, and I've got another six to go. Oh no, I don't because then on Saturday I got a carnival that goes all fucking day. So um, oh yeah. mate, big be this Sheffield United um, academy thing this week. I'm a big big Blades fan. Me, always <laughs> always been. And fuck the fuck the pigs at Wednesday. Fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm all, all in now on Sheffield United. Wow, okay. Yeah. Good time to get on too because they're in like the, the third d- division from the from the top and they and they pretty much fucking... Just cri- win everything? They just won, they won lost yeah, six nice. games all season and got promoted to the <laughs> to the, the championship, whatever um, the one under the Premier League is. Yeah, the, the simple <clears throat> fact is if you try and regulate or make something illegal, it'll go underground. There haven't been too many things that have ever stopped because people have said, don't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. You know, here is a rule. Yeah. And they're like, the, the fuck? Look at this I can't rule. think of any anything, not even too many things. I can't think of a single thing. Now look, there's going to be instances. Yeah. Like, you know, I have not murdered people. Because I know there's a rule that says yeah. you shouldn't murder fuckwits. Yeah, that's you, but I mean that's that's more like a, a personal scale of morals and things like that because murders still happen. Fuck yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so while, while, that's just you. But, but your your scale here. might not go as far as like you know like bootleg alcohol, <laughs> um, prostitution perhaps. Just yeah, put it put it all out there. Yeah, and if that means that Mister Fucking J Car goes and gives a million bucks to Cooper Cronk to say come to. Come doggies or Come something. Come doggies. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yep. You know. Um, and you know what? There's there, and that 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 causes an imbalance. And I don't and I don't know what the the answer to it is, but it would be just great to have like published this. Yeah. The players would love it because they'd be like, "Well, fucking, they, it's it's all it's all precedent for them." It's like fucking old mates getting two million dollars from this cunt for doing this, and then so next time, you can, yeah, show me the money. And you know what? That's exactly it. Don't don't have. Um, the, the clubs can then say to the players, you know, fuck off. We're talking about your football salary here. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not talking about any of this other shit you want your to talk ma- about. Your manager's free to get you a billion exactly. dollars of revenue from other corporations. Yeah. For no. whatever, you know, consideration if they think is worth it. Fucking, 
Cam Smith wants to endorse Sammy's Organic Urethra Cleaners. So, yeah, I was going to say adult diapers, and we were on the same... <laughs> um, Sammy's Organic... Where are they, at Flannery's, or...? That, that's your stiletto hole, boys and girls, for anyone that doesn't know the, the official biological term. Um, boys only, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be more, more like a fucking honey birdette thing than a... Um, but, yeah, again, it's it's just from times gone by with the NRL wanting too much control over its sponsorship potential dollar. Yep. They've, they've got to give it up. <clears throat> you know, you're going to have some people bitch and moan, but then that puts the onus back on your club. Yeah. How does it, how do it, does it work for... Are there, are there exclusive sponsors in some of the other... I'm just trying to think, you know, like if like Budweiser is the official beer of the NFL... And then this is like someone else's, you know, popping cores over there. That's no, that's no problem. I don't know. D- who's that Gronkowski guy? Yeah. Who was he sponsored by? Oh, fucking, I don't he know. He was sponsored by a beer, wasn't he? I don't know. Okay. I've got issues with the team he plays for. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> he seems like a cool party guy. He was the one. They sent um, that B.B. Jones girl to fuck him to get him to sign with a college or a team yeah. or something. They, um, well, another one. Like, you know, it's like Lynch. Like Marshall and Lynch are doing that shit for Skittles. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't think there's an official candy of the NFL. Yeah, it's kind of fucking is. It's probably counterproductive Look, to it. Yeah. It, um, <clears throat> you know, you, but you, again, you look at our position compared to international sports. Yeah. Like, what was it, 1983-84, when the NBA was handing out fines for people not wearing white shoes, mm. and Nike said to Michael Jordan, fuck it, we'll pay it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, that was 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and we're still having this. Well, you know, Billy, you can you can be in a, a Powerade commercial, but make sure that you're not wearing your your Storm jersey. Yeah, like, don't wear your Storm jersey when you're playing with your Barbie dolls. Yeah, oh, you know, mate, I tell you, that's that's outside the box. Yeah, um, yeah. It, look, they've put themselves in this position. Yeah. So, fucking, you've driven it underground. Don't be mad when fucking Tony Soprano's handing out paper bags. Untraceable bags, yeah, paper bags of cash. Yeah. And Tony, Tony Soprano, uh, with the, of course, with the money that he earned from his Ford dealership. <laughs> Is what you're saying there? <laughs> Do you have any new stuff you want to talk about? But on this, obviously, on this story, more more on that as it happens, because no doubt, I mean, now that now that the the media feeding frenzy has commenced, there's a lot of it's, it's already started the bullshit speculation. I hope. Look, the thing that's fucked me off even in the last couple of hours is. We're going to get exactly that. We're going to get three weeks of fucking clickbait yep. that says nothing. And it's going to be clickbait that's going to cost media organizations money. Like, remember that match-fixing thing and, there was that, and Masood came out with that thing that was saying, like, oh, Steve Matai's phone got confiscated at the airport for blah, blah, blah. And he, he, he lost money from that. He had to pay. He had to pay Steve Matai fifty grand. Yeah, and I mean, like, like Brett Stewart, the whole Brett Stewart thing. Well, Telegraph. The fucking yeah. Well, yeah. When the Brett Stewart thing happened, like fucking Wilson and Kent cost their employer over three hundred thousand dollars. Let take the manly chip off your shoulder. Yeah. This is just as a general issue. I'm just thinking ones that I know. We're like, going like cases that I know about. We're going to get you know, three weeks of bullshit. Yep. With speculation. Well, Masood tonight. Did you see? Oh, on the, on I, cha- he's got the Channel 7 thing. I don't and see he's anything gone, that cunt does. He's the, yeah, he's blocked me too, but people retweet it and you see it. I don't know, you see the retweets. But he's, he said that, uh, he tweeted out saying, oh, you know, exclusive, you know, the the player the player that is going to be looked at for manly thing. And then it came down to it. And it was actually, it was Nate Miles and Dylan Walker 
nothing to do with any of that. It's the fact that they 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 were chasing the third party money from like a dude that never paid up. Which is yeah, like, that, which is like nothing to do with so, a, a has nothing to do yeah, with the so other you, thing. You're gonna get all the yeah. fucked off clickbait. Yep. And then regardless of what happens, you know, whether there are sanctions or points or mm-hmm. whatever or nothing. Yep. Nothing will fucking change. Yep. You know, it's it the same old up. NRL. It provides a case study of of, of what the what a pit, potential pitfall is. For example, don't don't record the audio of your board meetings when you're going to talk about fraudulent behaviour. That's now that's now entrenched in in the law, uh, in, in in and the law, the L O R E law yeah. of uh, of cheating, yep. and now no one's going to do that again. And so, fucking hell. <laughs> and and if anyone if anything happens here, then how'd they find out? Okay, then. Yeah. You don't. Doesn't you don't do that either. <laughs> but so, yeah. 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 Um, I want to say the Broncos would have been caught a long time ago if they didn't bury fucking Andrew G out and out in fucking Cornubio. <laughs> Yeah. wherever all the fucking Broncos live yes <laughs> on their acreage <laughs> which is a lot of mini fucking I fucking swear I saw Corey Oates the other day drive, driving a Volkswagen Ute oh it's like an Amarox or whatever they yeah yeah I just I don't know did he have like a fucking pallet of, of, of fucking retrovirus drugs <laughs> The fucking pallet with the fucking plastic wrap all around it, just straight off the back of a fucking it's UN. Just eating it. <laughs> straight off the back of a UNO. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking. Yeah. You got any other news things to talk about? Ah, oh, mate. Look, there's usual shit that's gone on this this week in the news. There's all the stuff about state of origin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see that Willis Mian's popped up, and he's going to be playing Reggie's for Parramatta with the. Um, which is is strange. Um. He, no, I mean he's not not technically a manly cast off. I mean he was playing, you know, try, training with manly at the start. Yeah. Of the year. And I don't know whether we had problems getting him registered with the NRL, or he just I think the I think the, he was disinterested in playing and you know went to boxing. The boxing thing hasn't turned out, so he's mm. trying to go back in the NRL again. And uh, he's doing that through Parramatta because let's face it, they fucking they open their arms to the degenerates of the <laughs> of the National Rugby League. Um, <clears throat> so the the other one. one. Is this interesting um, fucking culture in this Queensland Origin camp recently? And I don't know if it's, it's, a, it's a Queensland Origin thing, but Cameron Smith seems to be saying, you know what, fuck the world, give me everything, I'm going to fucking say whatever I want, whenever I want, about whatever I want. Um, it's basically... Clint Eastwood in that movie with the Asians. <laughs> What's that one called? The fucking Gran Torino. <laughs> um, like you know, can you imagine if Mal was in charge for Cameron Smith to be coming out and giving his opinion on who should be selected where in the team? It just show, it shows what a weak puppet Kevy is. I'm sure he's a lovely guy, yeah. but he's lost control. Like you know, as the authority the authoritarian mouthpiece of everything that happens with that side. He's got none of it. He turns up to team naming press conferences, uh, you know, with tears in his eyes because he's not getting the team that he wants. Mm. Um, but when does Wayne's contract with England finish? I have no idea. After the World Cup? Because I've had it put to me by more than one source that Kevy's just a placeholder and doesn't know it. Everybody else does. Yeah. But Wayne wants the team back because Wayne didn't get Australia. If they win, though, if they if they if they win, they'd find it hard to get rid of him. If they lose, absolutely. No, if they win, they get rid of him. Well, maybe they maybe they maybe they, they put Ben Hunt in there. 
as a as a fucking landmine. No, I'm but... not. I'm not saying that they've you know put Ben Hunt in there with instructions to drop the ball. But does he need? Does he need to no, be instructed in that? In that. Um, but by by more than one reputable person, fairly close to senior people involved uh, at that club. Yeah. Is that uh, Unky Wayne's made it apparent that he wants it? Okay. Um, you know what? With the current cream of the crop players, the once in a generation, once in a fucking lifetime convergence of great players in key positions that Queensland have enjoyed. Yeah. As that comes to a close, I'd love Wayne to come and you know have to deal with the Newcastle Queensland side. Not the fucking, not the Broncos yeah. of the fucking early early nineties. Yeah. The fucking Newcastle mm. of the of, of the yeah. last five years version, and uh, and see how he goes because but I it, mean he's kind he's kind of getting his legacy, getting that Bron- getting the Broncos to the grand final in in twenty fifteen kind of got him back a little bit on track as far as legacy because people were did have their doubts with the the way St George ended and then the, obviously the complete the non-event. That, yeah. yeah. But, oh man, but I'd love again, to see he, him eating fucking five series in a row would be just delightful. Here's the thing, though. Cast your mind back. When Mal was at the helm, mm-hmm. the selectors didn't get a mention. You didn't know name. who they fucking were. Exactly. Yeah. It, it was, they, they were never part of. Mm-hmm. And, and you didn't have players gobbing off about potential you, positions and how they were going to line the team up. Like, people fucking, you know, just behind Mal. Mm-hmm. Um... So I, I don't know whether that is a, a cultural shift in the respect for the coach or just Cameron Smith giving less fucks these days. It's no, possible. Knowing that he's coming to the end. Yeah, so obviously he's not going to come um, to an end this time, but, you know, maybe next time. Yeah. Maybe next go-around. Mm. Might be the last one. So. But, uh, yeah, it is It is very interesting. And yet again, we've picked Mitchell Pearce. Well, he was always going to ride out this series. I mean, it seems like it seems like one of the KPIs for Laurie Daly was to to set a record, or not set a record, but to to break a trend and and have have the same seventeen go through the entire series for the first time since like nineteen ninety five or something. Who would you um, put in there if we get rid of Daly <clears throat> as a coach? Yeah. Fuck man, look honestly, I don't know, man. Like, see, see, I still I still like the idea of Bellamy. I was just about if, to say if that. he was if he, I mean he had a he he had a shit run, but I like the idea of Bellamy if he decided to stop coaching the Storm for whatever reason yeah. and he did the Mal thing where his whole job was just to fixate on what's happening in Grand Origin time and all he's doing is just thinking about the players and how he's going to use them and everything and then he comes in and applies that 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 uh, Melbourne Storm's you know simplicity in like you know Fuck, giving can you imagine giving, that though giving if, players roles you imagine if he didn't have a fucking day job. Yeah. Just fucking like vampiring up. You, you know, Boyd Corden gets home after the training. Ground, the ground level of the Blanglo State Forest would rise fucking several metres just with the shallow graves. No, like, yeah, Boyd Corden gets home from training and he has a shower and he's in a bed and he shuts his eyes and it's just, saw that pass you through last week, Boyd. Don't be bringing any of that shit to my origin team, Boyd. <laughs> yeah, you got, two, you got two of those left, mate. You got two of those left till May. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Mm. If not him, then... I mean, because I, I, I can understand that people would be like, oh, fucking Bellamy, he did shit. Yeah, I mean, he had a pretty shit crop of players yeah, at the time. Um, Plus, I think that was a pretty tough time for him in his coaching career as well. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I was in the world. He was in the worst of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So. But, um, look, other than that, I don't know if there's any coaches who have... Um, 
showered themselves in glory that makes them like a must pick sort of situation. God, I saw someone's, I saw, I don't know who it was. It was some media person or, you know, commentator or broadcaster or something saying, you know, like, oh, Trent Barrett. <laughs> Fuck off. And I'm like, oh. You know my one? And L-O-L. it's only because, only because of what I saw of him. Yep. Around city country. Mm-hmm. Is Freddie. And I'm not saying as a yeah. strategist. And I'm not saying as a, a, a classic coach. Because you look at Mel Meninga's fucking yeah. coaching record you need, in the NRL. You need, a, you need a Neil Henry with him. Yeah. I mean, he can be the male, but you need a Neil Henry you that's actually can. doing the but heavy lifting. But if you lifting. had, say, Freddie, yeah. and then even somebody like, you know, Andrew Johns. Could you imagine or... that? The, that would be the loosest fucking camp <laughs> The players would turn up at the kickoff drunk. Fucking oath. <laughs> it's called resistance training for your brain. <laughs> you ever done suicide sprints after half a stubby? Look, I think those guys are great in the capacity they're probably already used, which is the capacity of, like, we're fucking legends. We know what it takes to yeah, win I these things. Though. Listen to that shit. I don't, because you see Brad Fittler. Like, did you see his fucking City Origin team this year? Yeah. It was the nobodies, and they're calling up fucking reserve graders to go, can you play Yeah, because he couldn't, he couldn't announce the team at the, at the time when it was due to be announced, because exactly. he couldn't you know, formulate a side. Yeah. a cunt. But yeah. No, yeah. No doubt about it. Um, yeah, That team, yeah. you could see that he has a passion in that jersey. Yeah. And that's why that team won that game. Yeah, but that's, yeah, it's different though. I'm telling you, it's Bellamy or Freddie. Passion only gets you so far. It does. I'm saying not as a strategist. Yeah. But as a coach. You don't have a whole fucking season with these people to you know, yeah. teach them what to do when the going gets tough. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but I, I just feel like Freddie's solution to when the going gets tough is to fucking drink. <laughs> Take a swig. <laughs> Come over the sideline. Guy just gets fucking rattled. Comes over the HIA. You go have a shot of this. <laughs> Line him up. All the players are desperately searching the crowd for a trainee to give him a hand job. <laughs> oh, fucking that's enough news for anybody. <laughs> Weekend League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and this show, of course, in a very prominent way on, the, on their news feed, which is fantastic. Uh, search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play, download League Live today, and follow their... Uh, to follow at Sportsmate on Twitter, firstly, then follow at our League Live, which is their, uh, their game day account where they're kind of punching out the stats and punching out some salt, too. I've noticed. They, they, <laughs> Do not refs fault in Rugby League Live's general vicinity. No, they, with, with with zero fucks given, yeah. they will turn on a fucking fan base. And I'll tell you what... It's given, all, who are they given to on the weekend? Roosters? Roosters fans. Holy shit. So I'm yet to discover, because I haven't seen a non-refs faulty team have someone refs fault. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, there's the big refs falters. There's the Roosters, there's Broncos. Yeah. Certain sections of Penrith. Yeah, Penrith by virtue of just one really big fucking ref's falter. Yeah. Um, he kind of raises the fucking, <laughs> the, the entire uh, bar graph of Penrith. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Germany are considered the most evil people in the world because of, you know, one bad moustache. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Edel 44. <laughs> um, but, 
Yeah, fucking do not... You know what? The only time you can have a ref's fault on Twitter, if Rugby League Live are around, is if you've completed 100% of your sets and scored a try on every single one of them. <laughs> That's, that is the only time you can do it. Otherwise, I will smack you down. <laughs> There's never any excuse for ref's faulting. Really. Unless it is the ref's fault. Like, there was that one Titans game at the end of last year. Yeah, that finals game. And we're not Titans people. Far from it. Can I also put out there... I'll kick a fucking Titan. Like, believe me. (laughs) Believe me, I need no provocation to kick the Titans. Um, None. You you can't ref fault your team. Just like on social media, you can't like a player from the team you support. Why? What? Well, the, the minute anyone says, you know... XYZ players great yeah everyone else gangs up and tells you now people of lower constitutions who don't actually have Matt Moylan in their team might find that tough oh okay we just, this more just fucking Namla fucking <laughs> manifesto again I see um the week that was Thursday the Parramatta Eels 13 defeated the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs 12 in what could only be described as a fucking 2011 Monday Night Football classic. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just this game. This game. If this game was a person, it would be a low life piece of shit. Fucking scumbag. <laughs> I thought it could also be described fairly accurately as um, the Parramatta Eels versus Kenny Edwards' stupid <laughs> switch. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, that... the the eels were f- they were fucking cruising, they were rolling in this game. Yeah, and then that 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 guy has he Kenny Edwards has elevated himself to the to the <coughs> the kind of level where you you put your I'm trying to think of other players, you know, I mean, like just like absolute disastrous sequences of play. That almost well, I mean, you know, a lot of the time these guys can kill that side. Yeah, and he he luckily didn't. But man, it's terrible. But the dogs, they you know, they they showed some you know they showed some pulse in the second half. Yeah, they had an incredible amount of you know territory and possession, and they and, and once they felt like they were getting on top, you could see that you know they they started you know they they finally checked into the game, and um, they had nothing. Which is why they couldn't avalanche them and, t- and turn yeah. all that into like you know a, a mountain of points, but you could see that like, at least they were <laughs> physically and mentally engaged in the game. It was just a lack of talent that stopped them rolling all the way over. My thing with the dogs is that they they've tried a certain style of play for yep. the back end of last year and or most of last year and all of this season, and it doesn't seem to me to play to their strengths. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't involve any sort of, you know, attack or option. It doesn't put the defence in two minds. Yeah. Look, so the only way they scored points here was when somebody came in. You could see they were trying to roll their way yeah. through and roll their way through and tie them out and tie them out. Yeah. And the way they scored points was almost a complete opposite of that with just frawly throwing a dummy and cutting back inside yep. himself, just <clears throat> yep. negating. So, yeah. Um, the Parramatta though, like that, they looked in control. Mm-hmm. But if you uh, jump on the sports mate and look at the stats, Brown is fucking carrying yep. that entire team. Which is hilarious you... when you think of his contributions to previous sides in which he's resided. Yeah. Speaking of him, mm-hmm. do you want to throw that little tidbit out? Oh, fuck, yeah. 
thank you for reminding me. Fucking let me just go and check um the mystery the mystery uh Twill Nation. Thank you for fucking reminding me of that because I had totally forgotten. Who is Mysterion? Mysterion. Uh, Twill Nation member Mysterion. Now, just putting it out there, Mysterion. Please don't change your Twiddle handle to Mysterion because everyone will know who you are. And don't change like you know, your display name to Mysterion. I mean, that's just crazy. You don't. Well, I mean, he he mentions that he he doesn't want to lose his job. Please don't post the song "Dead Giveaway." Yeah. On your Twitter handle. <laughs> Dead giveaway. Um. Now, Mysterion, the uh, our our Twill Nation informant, is working this week at the arena for the Hillsong Conference. Bieber's there. But that's not the biggest surprise. Which NRL players would you least expect to see there together? Answer, Bo Ryan and Nathan Brown, the Parramatta one. Strip club, yes. Church, no. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I don't mind you repeating this. You just didn't hear it from me. For the reasons twofold. One, he doesn't want to lose his job. Two, he doesn't want anyone to think he's mixed up in Hillsong. Which was my concern when I did... <laughs> so, look, on the subject the of fucking message. the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs ex-Gronk number one, Chapo yep. is an avid financial supporter of the Hillsong cult with his purchase of extra caramel hazelnut sugar chinos. Um, yeah, so Parramatta. Brownie... Um, Carrying the side. He's got the, you know, like fucking Jeebus with the wooden cross thing on his back. Yeah. Fuck. Um... Yeah, but he he's just astronomical. You got some of the other para guys, you know, Manu Mahu's out there, and he, he's trying to be an enforcer. Yep. Um, but Brown is getting in there, and every time they needed a big carry out or some motivation, it was him. Yep. And and he he's been doing it all season. He's been doing it consistently. Not only did he have twenty eight carries and ran for two hundred almost two hundred and fifty meters, but he had forty three tackles. Yep. And and you don't often see that together. The work rate in attack with the work rate in defence. Yeah, like yeah. there's been stories of, you know, different hookers or second rounds or whatever, you know, 50 tackles or 45 tackles or whatever. Yeah. But this guy was just working all night and was... And it wasn't just working in attack, he was actually making, he was actually he making was yards. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, it'd be very, very good for young Moses as well. Yeah. What a confidence thing for him yeah. just to, to finally to produce something for a, a side that employs him. Mm. And especially this one, because, I mean, there's been a lot of critics uh, of, of of him at the Yields because he, I, think, I don't know what they expected, you know, him to turn things around for the club straight away. But, yeah, they've been going okay, but he's been standing out as, oh, he's still a liability in defence and they haven't found a way to cover that up. But, uh, you know, his kicking game has been pretty good, I think, over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, it, it's look, put it, he wasn't a fucking Adam Blair, like you know when Adam Blair went from the Storm to the Tigers, yeah. they had a right to be dirty about what they yeah, got. He fell off a cliff. Um, Mitch Moses, you knew exactly what you were getting. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, got the, ultimately he was the, the the winning of the game. And I didn't mention all the scorers. Uh, Bevan French then semi with tries for the Eels. Uh, Gutho with a conversion and a penalty goal. Moses with the field goal, crucial field goal. Uh, Morrison for all he tries uh, and Mumbai. One of two conversions and a penalty goal. So, like one of those games, isn't it, where it's uh, closeness does not equal. So the goodness. dogs next year have got Foran. Yes. They lose Reynolds. Yes. They get Woods. Yes. Does does that side do markedly different against that Parramatta team? 
Look, I feel that Foran is a is he's obviously he's a better player than than Reynolds is when fit. Yep. But I've I feel like playing wise he's about he's kind of about the, he's about the same sort of thing except without the trips. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Does so, that team like this is the the dogs team of the future and they still need a halfback for him. Yeah, so you know a proper one in my opinion. But yeah. Mm. GT351 underscore Johns. I'm glad the dogs are not in the English Premier League. I'd be really worried about relegation at the moment. If only they could turn up for the full 80. King Levius. Decent game by Mitch Moses. He still seems like the type of cunt that sits down to piss though. Yeah, you, you still haven't fucking... What, we gave you, you know, Chevy to the levy last week. Yep. Still hasn't changed. He, cause well, he, this week's suggestion? He's not levy, he's my brother. Like, fucking come on, son. <laughs> Egg Council. Uh, Para choked harder in the second half than Hope Solo after two beers on a Saturday night. Oof. Hash Perth Eels. Look, oh, look I like, I'm more for the bants and everything. Man, this Perth thing is getting overdone for me. <laughs> it's got, there's so much Perth at the moment. It's just like, okay. Change your anthem to oh, Our land is Perth by sea. <laughs> Maximal Firth, Mitchell Moses, what an inspired signing. Always had faith in that match winner. Hashtag can't tackle, can't kick field goals. Mario Seeks, that game was an abomination. Merge both clubs and ship them to Mogadishu. So there you go. That's what I'm taking the Perth thing to the next level. <laughs> the Gold Coast Titans 20 defeated the Dragons 10 at Hope Solo Coliseum. Crowd of just over 13,000. The Titans 20 came from a hat trick to Anthony Don. Mm. One of three conversions to Alfred e. Newman, a uh, penalty goal to uh, Alfred and two to uh, Tyrone Roberts. The Dragons, 10, came from try to Kurt Mann. Gareth Widdop, one conversion and two penalty goals. Yeah, I I think the Dragons lost this one more than the, the Titans did too many amazing things to win it. You know, they still had to be there and take advantage of their opportunities, but... Yep. Um, you know, the, their points were more from things like some some flukish brilliance, if you can call it that, from Don. Um, yeah, I would much rather have in a fucking blue jersey than the ridiculous fucking bald sex offender. You you would think that, I mean, you, you could probably think of three guys you'd have there instead of him, yeah. ahead um, of him. But you, the Dragons have just gone so far from what made them successful in the, the first part of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and and after a couple of shaky games, I, th- I thought this would be a a good time for them to to really put themselves back on track to that plan that was working. Yep. Um, but you know the the first half of the year, the Dragons were punching hard up the middle of the field. They had fantastic play the ball speed, and McInnes was doing a very good job of making sure that they kept playing straight. Yep. You know, and yeah, given they they're missing some key personnel up front who were, were great for them in the start of the year, it, it just seems that since Widdop's come back, like, you remember, without Gareth Widdop, they were the ones that just went down to the storm. Yeah. And I know that there were some send-offs and whatever there in was game. A, There was a ridiculous sin meaning that, that, in which time they scored all their points almost, but yeah. But that Dragons team, without Widdop, yep. you know, still... Did something. ...was effective. You know, it, it just seems now, it's okay, we'll, we'll spread wide and, and just get it out to Widdop as soon as we can. Yep. And, and there's nothing doing out there, so... Um, if if you look at all of their stats on the night, all of them look pretty bloody good. If yeah. if you were just going over stats to look at okay, well where do we need to or where do we let ourselves down, 
you know, stats don't always tell the whole story, but yep. the, the only ones that were bad were really the penalty count and the scoreboard. Yep. You know? Um, for the Titans, you know, they they did well. They were down on troops, and their, their right-hand side's starting to look pretty crisp. Yep. That, um, you know, Taylor to Hayne and Connie and Don, so uh, I, I expect they'll do a fair bit more of their attack down that side. Seems where all their points are coming from. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, still, I'm, not, I'm not convinced on it. I don't think either of the sides here are really at the moment... They don't, but I think the Dragons have a better potential than the Titans. Interestingly for the Gold Coast Titans is that uh, this combination with uh, with Robertson Taylor mm. is working out quite nicely, which puts LG in a position where he's the odd man out when he's and he's looking to return any day now. But I yeah. believe that Taylor... Was it through the week that I read something from Taylor saying that he's like... Saying stuff in the media like you know, oh we need to keep tight, we need to keep you know Roberts around and you know I'm really enjoying my footy with blood, you know like saying stuff like that which is, which is great on at face value but then you're like okay, so he doesn't feel like LG's giving him the companionship he you know, or the, the partnership on the field oh. where he can play his best football you know. Look here's the thing. You know we we had discussions earlier. Was it that Ash Taylor got out there and like a journalist asked him a question and he like just volunteered way too much fucking information. <laughs> So you think it's more his media training yeah. ability? Yeah, I don't think he's putting fucking hidden messages or read between the lines or. I don't think. No, agendas. that's the thing. I don't think. I don't think there was any agenda. Or anything. Um, I think he was just. He was just naively just coming straight out saying, oh, "I love playing with uh, Roberts." I yeah. think I get. And, and he's saying things like, "You know, I get. You know, playing my best football with him. And, you know, things like that." Yeah. Which um, you don't need to read between the lines. But again, you know, him, him lighting a candle. Yeah. Isn't also him cursing the darkness? Oh God. Hammers Anthony Don doing what all good wingers do. Hashtag is good is Don. Devonhead, if I were a virgin I'd be saying stuff like take the L or you da after that loss, but I'm not, so all I'll say is for fuck's sake, dragons. <laughs> <laughs> underscore JDHD the word underscore. <laughs> Fucking useless fuck, send us to Perth. <laughs> Dead V Hashtag Hello Darkness, my old friends. This is what I'm saying, this Perth thing's been maybe it's just this week I've just been assaulted by it while I'm looking at the tweets for the for the show. Because well, uh, man he was in Perth. There was well, a game in Perth. Yeah, but I mean then you get the then you get the, the clever I'm doing the air quotes things like, you know, oh they're already in Perth, you know, to leave me you know yeah. uh, Perth, Perth, yeah. Perth. Oh, I can't stand me anymore, motherfucking Perth. Melbourne Storm 42 absolutely fucking gaped the Broncos 12 at Suncorp at home in front of their own bitch. Um, Vooney, two tries. Cameron Smith, a try. Addo Carr, a couple. Curtis Scott, a couple. Billy Slater as well. Smith, five of eight conversions. The Broncos 12 came from tries to Hunt and Mead at Kahu, two of two conversions. Well, isn't that what they say, though, statistically? Mm-hmm. Most Queenslanders do live in a home that's owned by somebody from a southern state. Is that... Is that that's not. That just can't be right. Seems to be the case, especially okay, especially yeah. in football. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, um, yeah, the the reality of this one was the the Broncos are down on some pretty important troops, um, and come on, man, Maguire forgetting how to tackle properly. Uh, in in the first, what was it ten? Probably didn't help. Yeah. You know, trying to take somebody down by their hip bone with your face. <laughs> Just <laughs> failed to prove effective. <laughs> the, the storm this year, and and what's impressed me most, the they have vulnerabilities. You know the the last time they put in what I would consider 
a truly storm-like performance yep. was that week against Penrith <coughs> after they almost lost to Wests. Yeah. Where they were just like a, a fucking brick wall. Yeah. Like there, there was no getting in no matter what you did. Yep. Um, you know, the, we always joke about, about Bellamy wanting perfection and yep. murdering kids. Yeah. But this year they've they've had plenty of games where they've completed well under eighty. Yep. And I think that shows the quality of the leadership they have on the field. It shows the quality of the preparation they have with their coach. You know, Bellamy's obviously not happy whenever anyone drops a ball. Yeah. Um, but it it also shows that Craig Bellamy is one of those. And we've asked a question of Des Hasler. Des Hasler seems to be this is how I know how to coach, and I'll jam the team into that method. Yeah. Whereas Bellamy is much more, look, this is the foundation, but I'll adjust what I do depending on what I've got. Yep. And, you know, it, it was apparent. Like, they absolutely terrorised Brisbane down the short side on both sides of the field. Okay, we had Addo Carr on one side and, yeah. and Gunny on the other. Yeah. Um, they're quick, they're strong. And when Brisbane condensed in the middle, there was space to be had out there. Bulk space, and those guys don't need a lot to fucking get moving either. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and then just that repetition and practice and doing things in training that you'll do in a match situation. Yep. Um, like the, the pass at, that Addo Car threw to Cronk. Yeah. Was absolutely fucking textbook. Yep. Absolutely textbook. So, um, you know, the, the Dragons, uh, Dragons, the Broncos, was it this week they had on their fucking sanitary pad jerseys? Was that last the week? The Dragons jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. That last it was this week. this week. No, it was this week, yeah. Oh, fucking horrible. But, um, a gutsy performance, but just too many people, you know, not used to who was next to them, you know, doing yeah. things. I just don't think it would have mattered either. The Storm, you know, sometimes they just get in that mood. Yeah. And it, it become, you know, become undeniable. And like the Broncos had some had some had some guys out, yeah. But it's also not an unfamiliar situation for them either. It's this not. season. But you look at somebody like you know, Ben Hunt did his best to fucking carry the team. And he's a strong runner of the football, he got them back on the board. Then Brisbane had nice a Nice try that he scored for himself. Yeah, I mean. it was a great solo and, and Brisbane had a situation where, you know, Tohu Harris was, was in the bin. Mm-hmm. Um there was, and that was the winning of the game. The fact, the way they weathered that 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 period. Yes, the guys that would normally have stood up and taken advantage of that situation weren't there to stand up for Brisbane. Yeah, that's when your Boyds and your Milfords come to the front. And geez, when you when you're lamenting the fact that you couldn't take advantage of a of a Sinbin situation, yeah, yeah. and that, that when when that's the, you know the reason why you didn't win, yeah, um, and you got flogged despite that. I mean, it's funny when they when they scored that second try, it was like. Yeah, here come the Broncos. They're fucking in it. Yep. And then within five minutes, the storm had changed it from here come the Broncos to this is a fucking ass whipping. Yeah. And then it just got worse. <laughs> let, let me get my speculum. Yeah. But, and, and again, th- this is where... Yeah, let me get your speculum. <laughs> yeah, and I'll go, I'll go more <laughs> this in, in another game. But the storm have systems in place to deal with certain situations. Yep. It's not fucking difficult, and you can see it in them. Yeah. At no time, even when the Broncos was coming back and scoring points, at no time did the Storm look out of it. No. You know, you you see teams get brain fades and make silly, yep. silly decisions in defence. Yeah. 
and just start to panic. Basically, when exactly when they're under pressure. Yeah. Melbourne don't do that. Yeah. And that's just preparation. Okay. Um, at Cattle Dog Blue, Bellamy now more success, much more successful coach than Bennett. Look at the talent the Broncos have compared with him identifying his own. Look, I agree. Or taking it from the West Tigers. Taking is such a, a fucking harsh term. No, it's not like taking. It's like accepting orphaned, unwanted discards from the West Tigers. Fair enough. And they just say they couldn't make him good, and then he's made him good. Okay. Biggest Tiger. So great to see the flo- the fox flourishing and getting a great nickname to boot. Uh, Cruzy 6 Meh, you win some, you lose some. Hashtag, not July premiers. Take two weeks to refresh. I'm I'm happy. I thought I was going to be a huge Addo Car hater. Yeah. Simply for the fact that normally cunts that look like Craig David are huge cunts. <laughs> but I'm I'm a Fox fan. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, honestly, I don't. I'm not a fan of Craig David, but but at the same time, I'm not a massive hater of of him and his doppelgangers either. <laughs> uh, Leroy Brown, 1978. Well, that was fun. Love beating the Broncos, especially when we destroy them. Hashtag Purple Pride. Uh, Aussie Jack Flash. JAC with the finish fucking gaped like Hope Solo, you Bronco cunts. Thank you, Aussie Jack Flash. <laughs> Welcome, well, sir. You've come on with a flourish, haven't you? <laughs> yes, Alex underscore day underscore. Absolute refs file bullshit. Storm laying in the ruck, but the Broncos the only one penalised. Sort your shit, NRL. Yeah, Maybe no. drop the underscore off the back of your handle and put a 44 on there yeah. instead. Uh, Sharky, speaking of gates, Sharky's 44, defeat the Roosters 12 up at Central Coast. A uh, crowd of just a tick over 20,000. I believe that was sold out. Uh, the Sharkies 44 came from tries to Bird, Holmes, Fecky, a double to Latelli, uh, Beal and Lewis. Lewis with another fucking offside intercept for the ages. How fucking good is he? Maloney, 7 of 7 conversions and a penalty goal. The Roosters 12 came from tries to Tupac and Madison. Uh, Gordon, 2 of 2 conversions. Yeah, he... Look, he's offside and everything, but I mean, still, it's like, you, you can't help root for the old dude. Like, just get there. And this one was, you know, probably 15 metres further than the one against Manly yeah. the week before and so you just and, and they were kind of onto it quicker as well and you're Look, like can I you make have, it I have a massive soft spot for Luke Lewis yep I'm yet to find a rugby league fan that doesn't enjoy watching how he plays his footy yep you know like you talk about people that that are lauded as, as great players yeah like you'll find an element that hate them you're, well you're fucking diving mate up there He's, you, you're pointing at the, Everyone, Jamie, the picture of Jamie Lyon on my wall. J- Jamie Lyon Gaynus. Um, you're the only one that likes him. That's not true. Oh. Everybody, tweet us about how much you like Jamie Lyon. Well, just to, just to, uh, to demonstrate to Jay. Or tweet us about what a diving cunt of a human being he is. And what a disgrace to the fucking human race. <coughs> I'm sure his get, mum would like him. Tweet that if you want to get blocked. I'm sure his mum would like him if he hadn't a fucking dived out of her vag on her birthday, tripping her up with the umbilical cord. On her birthday? On his birthday. <laughs> I don't know, it might have been her birthday. It Bashing hap- it her fucking head on the coffee table. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, good, good first half performance from the Sharks. They came out there and and were 100% completion rate. Yep. You know, they, they didn't put a lot of points on. Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't do their fucking stupid thing. Exactly. Late. They weren't... No, there were no stupid mistakes, drop balls. Yep. But there was it wasn't like a massive you know, penalty a thon either that yeah. the dumb shit that, you know, you guys like 
uh, Maloney and, uh, Graham. and and Graham and Fafita. The, one, the ones that play for New South Wales, basically. Yeah, they, they don't get it. I mean, which makes me terrified for State of Origin because I'm like, they didn't get it out of their system in the last Sharks game. <laughs> the fuck, they got all these pent-up penalties <laughs> ready to go. Is there like so, a massage parlour in Sydney where you can go and like, they'll pretend to give you a remedial massage for 20 minutes and then you can just give away penalties just give, <laughs> just give a facial and just, they just hold a ball and you just they just hold the ball and you just try to just rip it out <laughs> non-stop the there just with his forearm on this lady's face oh <laughs> um, there could be something in that patent pending that's trademarked don't even do anybody do that <laughs> Jesus um, yeah, yeah it wasn't like they were going to come out and, and try and put a thousand points on so I think that was a big win for them um, and it, it was pretty evident that the Roosters just couldn't stay in in the second half yep uh, the, that they were there in, in body or sorry there maybe in spirit but but they were just absolutely gassed yep so um, Latrell Mitchell you know, I, I know he was dropped. Um, he was hooked halfway through a game earlier in the year. Yes. And he was dropped, and he's come back. And yeah, a couple of weeks off. Yeah. Every year, there's a couple, at least, of these. Uh, you know, next big thing or super exciting players. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen a player go from super exciting next big thing to being hooked and dropped yeah and then coming back to almost no fanfare like he, I think there, there was there was some yeah there was some but you know um, but his side in defence he's oh shit well, I don't know what you do with him do he does you, some dumb fucking shit do you shit push him out defense. to the wing I just think he, he just needs he just needs extra attention because he makes dumb fucking decisions and like they're just bra- like brainless decisions that strand his guys on either side at any given there's, time. There's the stupid rush up. Yep. And then he loves the stupid rush up. He also loves the stupid rush up, throwing the hand out to knock a ball on and mm-hmm. give an extra set. Yep. Yep. So do you put him out to the wing and just say, at no time are you ever in front of this cunt? I don't care what's going on. I don't see why you can't just say, motherfucker. Yeah. The way our side defends requires you to take your place in the line and adjust according to good decisions on the information of what's happening on the yeah, well, left and right of you. I reckon he's done it once at <clears> like an under-16s carnival. Batted the ball up, caught it, gone length of the field, in a sense. Yeah. yeah, and typical fucking millennial fashion. Yeah. You know, got all the praise in the world. Wants to be the CEO of Intercepts. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, look, Roosters fans, I know you, you're pretty passionate about your um, dog-fucking halfback. And I'll give you the, the game prior, uh, you know, when he was like fucking Kramer in karate class against a storm team full of kids. He kicked a field goal. Yeah. So, you know, he's at... Mitchell Pierce is at as le- at least as good as Mitchell Moses. I will give you that. Right? But before this game was completely out of reach, when there was... The Roosters tried to mount something of a comeback. Yeah. I was looking at a set, and Mitchell Pierce touched the ball once, first tackle, Yep. when he went into dummy half. 
That was it, and he just dished it and then... Passed it? Yep. Well, no, 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 no. He did touch the ball again, and he got tackled on the fourth. So he wasn't okay. available as a yeah, fifth tackle. Yeah, he wasn't tackle. available as a kick or so, whatever, yeah. But just went fucking missing yep. for the rest of the set. And that's <sighs> my concern with Mitchell Pearce at State of Origin level. That's what happened in the second half of game two. Because the, and the game wasn't completely out of reach It happened in the second half of game one as well, but that was because he was knocked out. Yeah. Um... You know, the game wasn't completely out of reach. Yeah. I'd understand it if he just decided to fucking clock out and it was 100 nil already. Yeah. Um, but all this talk about Mitchell being ready for origin and he's the leader of the team and he's different and he's this and he's that. Jake Friend was the one I saw putting his hand up trying to get that team out. Yeah. And by the end of the game, he was just so fucked that he couldn't hold on to the ball. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the Sharks did a very good job of shutting the Roosters out. Special K online. Brace yourself. Shout out to the Roosters playing us back into form again. Now enjoy your cum-soaked bag of dicks, you worthless cunts. He's back. GT351 underscore Johns, of course. (laughs) (laughs) When does the Grubby Sharks team require drug suspension end for drug cheating? Oh, wait, it's the NRL. They get a premiership instead. So, so salty. I'm going to campaign that fucking hard to merge Cronulla and Canterbury. How good though. Just could... for the self-loathing tweets. Oh, I, could, I, I think he'd probably just kick, I think he'd lose the game. I think that'd, that'd be it. He'd be lost to rugby league, which would be a fucking tragedy. Because <laughs> he was out there in the muck watching that game on uh, Thursday yeah. or whatever it was, that shitty game, yeah. Uh, at Highway, underscore. Sharks would be genuine premiership chances if they could play the Roosters every week. Speaking of genuine premiership chances, the mighty Manly Seagulls 26 to feed the Warriors 22 over there in Perth in front of a crowd of just over 6,000, given the, once again, shithouse conditions, pouring rain. Uh, Seagulls 26 came double to Tommy Turbo. Brian Kelly, Uate Pate and Dylan Walker also with tries. Matty Wright, 3 of 5 conversions. The Warriors 22 came from tries to Bodine Thompson. Uh, Nickel Klockstadt with a double and uh, Tuvasa Shek with That's a try. That's close to my favourite name in rugby league at the moment. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Chance. Nickel Klockstadt. <laughs> Sean Johnson, 3 of 4 conversions. This, this, this game was delightful because the Warriors, for me, haven't, they haven't reached that that place where I find Newcastle and West are from time to time now where you feel like, you know, come on, let these poor cunts have it. Just let them have a win, for fuck's sake. Let, no. them, let them have a win. And like, like the last couple of seasons, I, you know, sometimes you, I have that feeling. Newcastle and West's are perennial underachievers. Oh, sorry, aren't underachievers. Not, you know, well, Jesus, I mean, get to the stage where you can't remember the last fucking sunny day that either of them yeah. had, though. The Warriors, though... I just, I, I'm not sure, I don't know what it is, but, you know, but f- fuck those guys. And they had probably the best 15 minutes of their franchise history with the exception of that 1v8 final in 2011 <laughs> against the Storm in Melbourne. Other than the, end, the end of that game was, you know, that, the, the, yeah. the, the, the best 15 minutes in yeah. franchise history they had to start this game from the fucking time the kickoff happened. Admittedly, it was entirely through through Manly's own ineptitude, dropping the ball 30 metres out, blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure Manly really even touched the ball for a full set in the first 20 minutes of the game. I mean, mm. they, they had the ball a couple of times, but believe me, they dropped it all those times as well. And and not only that, you know, they'd kick the ball off and they'd try and muscle up and there'd be a penalty and then the, the Warriors are back down there again. But once... We talk about the possession evening up thing. Didn't have to be an evening up thing. Just once Manly got ball and got to the end of a set and a kick. Didn't take long before they just carved them open and uh, just some 
fantastic tries to be scored as well. And then uh, Manly blasted ahead and were uh, tied at half-time, but in control, you would think. And this, and this has happened in Perth before as well with the, with the Warriors, where they, they started off well against Manly in Perth. Uh, Manly have done something in, you know, to come back in the game, and uh, you know it's pretty much game over. Second half, the as Manly tied a little bit, I mean, the Warriors did show something and try you know they got another try to get them close enough to the point where yeah. there was some you know some frantic last five minutes sort of you know business especially once again with the conditions being a great equalizer and sean johnson i don't know if i can run the ball a little bit i mean actually doing stuff that you know for five minutes you know, of this game that I, made him look dangerous I why and and seriously i know we like to rag on on the warriors yeah but i i do believe firmly that it is why so many people are fuck the warriors when they do poorly is because there Just are so many players over there. The squandering of the talent that they've been that's given. That's it. Yeah. Who, that, you know, as fans of rugby league, yep. you know, the, the, what what could have been. Yeah. You know, so, their fucking bro culture yep. has ruined it. Yeah, whatever whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, good the, win yeah, by Manly. Yeah, Nickel Klockstad has, yeah, he's, he scored some good tries. Um, Johnson looked very, you know, very dangerous at times, but once again, it wasn't all the time. When Manly were on the front foot and just, just beating the piss out of them, nowhere to be found. He didn't turn the game around himself at all. You know, like it's just, it's disappointing. I mean, um, Lewis Brown starting. I don't think it was the first time this year, but he was there in, in the starting lineup in place of the injured uh, Ciro Junior. And uh, fuck, <laughs> I believe the statistic was twenty nine meters. With ball in hand, cursed, cursed fucking position for you guys. How so? Well, the you've, fact you've, that, you've lost Brown. Yeah, well, you say some, you know, one person cursed. cursed. <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of cursed? Blessed. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens. I think I believe that there's um I haven't looked at the team list. But I believe like uh, Lussick might be named at uh, at lock, so I mean, necessitarily oh. a bit of a shuffle around. But uh, without Lewis Brown aside, I mean, God, Lewis Brown. Yep. Had three hit-ups yep. for 30 metres. Yeah. Which, you know, three statistically... Starting, starting player. Yeah. He was injured. He ran around like a fucking newborn baby, like a little toddler, not knowing what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, he's excited. Excited to get some fucking... To, get to, to run on for the first kickoff. <laughs> Look, just... This is useless. Brian Kelly... That fucking, I mean, like the conditions were shit. Yes, harder to harder to handle the ball in, in these conditions. It, I, I get that, but he had some some terrible handling errors. He he was almost single handedly uh, involved in about ten of the sixteen nil that Manly found themselves behind uh, and started the game. And then there was a chance to, it was it was an unlikely chance and uh, and a surprising chance. But he had an opportunity. He had a, a great shot. He somehow threaded the needle. And had a great shot at picking up a ball and falling over the line, had to score, and he and he dropped it. So um, he certainly uh, is not the is not the boom the boom rookie he was earlier in the season where he was uh, incredible. I mean, he's still a good player, but he's he's got to he's got to pick it up, especially when uh, you know you hear talk about things like you know James Roberts wants to come back to Sydney and things like you know. Let me tell you, if you're a centre and you're the least performing centre in the side, in a Sydney based side, mm. maybe fucking you know start to worry. If you're going to be dropping the ball, yeah. if, you, if you're suddenly growing dick for fingers, dicks for fingers, then watch it, <laughs> because there's actually a player or the other that can uh, take over. Um, Fuck, he'll end up at um, he'll end up at the dogs. 
Possibly, yeah. That's another one that's been... That's another yeah. name, yeah. Dogs Manly and someone else. And that, that would be... Yeah. Probably... It'd be something, but not as good as getting a halfback. But yeah. it'd be an improvement. I mean, dude... Well, I was going to say, it would be the most out-of-pattern signing they've had. Yeah. Because they normally just, you know, prerequisite, are you a potato? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes check. <laughs> are, you a, are, you, are you a big forward with an offload that we're not going to require? Check. <laughs> but uh, look, you know, it was good performance, fantastic performance from Cherry Evans and Green as well. Fuck, he he's working out so well for them. That pass, who was who was the try? Was it the try for Walker? Or no, or was it or was it one of Tommy Turbo's ones where he's fucking dumb, where he's just sort of done the double pump and so, and, and dummy to the to the lead yeah. runner and then hit the guy coming in from behind. Well, yeah, just, so you're fucking flat track bullies. Just, just magical on the poor Warriors in Perth. Mate, they they fell behind sixteen nil. Didn't panic. Fucking steadied the ship, and uh, knew that when 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 they got a ball, the points would come. There you and go. they did, and they got the win. Fantastic. And Cherry Evans, you know, played himself into an Origin jersey. Except for Coach Smith decided that he he, he didn't want him in his side. Um, at I am a warrior with some underscores in there. He, look it up. Rocks and diamonds. Warriors capitulate in the second half. Normal, but the All Blacks lose to the Lions, and I'm in a Super Coach match. Sad, but meh. Shane Aaron Elvis, Manly the better side, no doubt, but at what point can the Warriors legitimately refuse to have games in Perth? It's a reverse buy. It's true, their record is, is, is abysmal. Uh, Lynn Shields, phew, that was close, but I'll take it. And uh, the real Cambo, 96. Had a long time, no here, mate. Look, I'm going to say, I think I would root Supercoach Barrett. <laughs> and let me tell you, he was <laughs> of a cabal who would, <laughs> like me, very vocal against against Barrett, so uh, so that domino's fallen, fallen, but uh, not me, not yet. The war, uh, sorry, the Cowboys thirty one to feed the Raiders eighteen down in GIO. Well, fuck me, Canberra and Canberra ain't no thing. Oh Jesus! Because it was fucking freezing down there. Uh, a crowd of just over ten thousand hardy souls in attendance. The war, uh, sorry, the, the Cowboys thirty one came from a double to Tamari Martin, uh, Winterstein uh, with a try, Morgan with a couple. Ethan Lowe, four or five conversions and a penalty goal. And Lockie Coop with the field goal. The uh, Raiders, they had tries too. Whitehead, Tappany and uh, Kotrick. Uh, Caesar, two of two conversions and Croker with one. Yeah, the the, the Cowboys are, are ticking along quite nicely without JT. Um, yeah, they got old, now they got old fucking uh, Tamari in there. Yeah. He's, he's slid straight in. <sighs> Fuck hell. There's an existing situation, an, ex- an existing an existing partnership, if you will. One of the partners is away, and Tamari's just slipped in like it ain't no thing. He's just fucking... He's just <laughs> I, I would expect a Manly fan to see low-hanging fruit and just dive on it. Just fucking honestly, dive. Honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell um, the truth right now. Didn't see it at all. Started talking about how well he's fitting in, and then I was like... Oh yeah. yeah. No. Um, <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> you know, look, he was he was incredibly talented. Um, you know, when he was at Penrith, he was, and he was a, a big loss to the team. Um, but the the Cowboys play a very simple style of football that that relies on support in the middle of the field with those people like Morgan and and Tamari Martins very much in, in the mould of Morgan as he's uh, very quick, he's elusive and and has good acceleration off the mark. You know, Michael yep. Morgan's never going to be a, an Andrew Johns passer or a, um, 
you know the the Jamie Soward kick. Yep. But but that's where their their strengths lie, and they're they're playing to them. But fucking what has happened in Canberra? You do, you have to say it has to be. I'm not saying it's necessarily like BJ versus fucking you know whatever. Blake versus BJ. It can't be. It can't be that simple. Yeah. That could be a thing, but that is probably more likely a symptom of an overall. I don't know if there's you know if there's groups within the side or it's just nothing's working for him at the moment. And yeah. res- and and just resentment starting to build, and instead of it galvanising the team against outside, you know, criticism saying their shit, blah blah blah, they're starting to t- they're turning on, each, on other. each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not a not a happy or cohesive line uh, lineup at all, which is the exact opposite of last year. When you see they were just fucking loving life. Yeah, exactly. Loving playing together. Um, Shannon Boyd did did a, a couple of times you know, try to. Yeah, rally the troops and show them the way forward and get through. But but Canberra last year was based on the back of some pretty simple but effective rugby league. Mm-hmm. They had the big guys rolling forward and getting up quickly. Well, yeah, the big guys did do their job, so that the, the BJ, like the Leipana thing, could you know yeah, just do whatever you know they're asking, you know, their tinny shit. But then the, the the other thing though, their halves last year mm-hmm. were getting shit done. Like this year, Austin's getting his hand on the ball. They're shirking he's, it, both of them. Yeah, he he's doing his Austin thing. Yeah, where he's sort of fucking like his head goes one way and the bottom half of his body goes the other yeah. way, and all of a sudden he he's running a different direction. Yeah. But there's no actual you know end game or yeah. he's not setting anyone up. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So uh, if if I was Ricky, which you know, thank fuck I'm not. <laughs> Um, you could have made a hell of a lot of money out of out of out of non-performing football sides. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, you know, I'd I'd really have them going back to basics, and yep. you know, you're at the line and and looking for opportunities to pass late. Yeah. Or you're looking for space out behind with short kicks. There's yep. there's really nothing else. But uh, no, Canberra are, are definitely in the running for capitulation cup. 2017. Yeah, definitely the most disappointing side uh, of the world. You know, there's. I wouldn't say much. Uh, there, uh, there is another. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to those too. But um, look, you know, Cowboys doing it well without JT. So um, you know, they're. they're I'm not saying they're contenders, but you know, there's every every signal that they're going to play finals football, and uh, they're certainly making the most of uh, of what they've got at the moment, considering some uh, very very hefty injuries to very very key players. They'll they'll play finals football, um, and if they, you know, even manage to jag a, a home final, I think they'll go deeper than a lot of people believe they will. Life is a thigh day. Raiders without a repeat set in two weeks. Send BJ and Caesar to the Mounties to teach them a lesson. Actually, Latrell treatment. I don't know. Like BJ, oh, BJ and Caesar are playing like shit. But, you know, but I, I think I. Remember BJ, what he was, you know, he was like in Newcastle and, and he had a, and it looked like he'd suppressed yeah. it all or gotten over it in yeah. Canberra. No, he was just laying dormant. <laughs> it's erupting out again. That fucking gronk of it. Fuck, man. Yeah. Maybe just get rid of it. Yeah. I don't know if you can get rid of him, but 
Caesar as well. He needs to fucking rocket up his ass. He's been hopeless. He certainly does. Fantasy underscore NRL CEO. The only positive about tonight's game, this is a two-part tweet, the only positive about tonight's game was Finchie agreeing to meet us at Mooseheads. More to come. Fast forward to you know, some time, some, some hours later than that. Forgot that Finchie's on the wagon. To our great disappointment, he didn't show. <laughs> Plenty of Wade McKinnon-style stories start at Moose. Oh, Jesus. I've never been to Canberra, so I can't really, so I can't speak to the, the venue. But, uh, yeah, disappointing. It just reeks of Canberra. Like, are there fucking moose in Canberra? Oh. Like, naming a place after an animal that's not in your fucking area. You're just trying too hard. This is a local, Canberra? Local American ish sports bar. Yeah. I bet they sell wings at Mooseheads. <sighs> what do you call it? Is it more than one moose? Is it mooses or meese? That's an excellent question. It's not meese. It's be mooses, right? Okay. Or is it just moose, like fish? Be moose. Yeah, I mean, it's probably just moose. Yeah, yeah. Or sheeps. Yeah, it's be moose. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Makes you think. I'm just doing everything I fucking can to avoid getting to the inevitable. It's coming, but not oh. quite yet. Bethany underscore B underscore 97. TMM fucked the Raiders harder than he fucked Bryce's baby mamas. Hashtag hide yo wives. NJ Brader. My wife has asked me to do it for a while, but the Canberra Raiders have just convinced me to cancel my Foxtel subscription. Tell you what. Yeah. Nat. Yep. Um, loves fucking Trent Barrett. Yeah. Canberra fan, Queenslander. No reason to love him. Just loves him. Um, ran into him. I, I want to say at the Maroochydore Surf Club one day. Okay. Um, and... Barrett wasn't up there for anything special it was well before his coaching yeah. days at Manly um, and just sat on the piss on the punt with him all day just <laughs> said he was a fucking great bloke so there you go there's your Barrett fan Leroy Brown 1978 the Panthers dropped a bollock letting Tamari Martin go didn't they holy shit he's good Martin underscore Aaron Tamari Martin comes into the Cowboys team to fill a hole ironically he left the Panthers for also filling holes and, no he uh, didn't the Panthers because he was surplus to requirements yeah right alright fake news is it I'm gonna fucking hold the line here you're gonna hold you're gonna hose it down yeah, any way possible I'm holding my fucking Toto's my name I'm holding the line <laughs> oh yeah, your da your da holds the line <laughs> he's sitting next to me the fuck does that mean are you but is it like yeah nah no it's just like you're old is this an old people opinion? Basically. So what dar is old? Your dad. Your dar, like you know You see like in the name of the father, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. He said he was gonna kill my dar. <laughs> oh fuck. Tigers thirty three, we're not there yet, you're right. Cheer up. I'm just cheer up. Cheer no, up. I'm about to fucking <laughs> Like, just gangs of New York on some little fucking millennial cunts. Just... Ah, yeah. uh, sad little fucks. Anyway. West Tigers 33 defeated the Knights 12 in Spoonapalooza slash Hyper Bowl 2017. Just under 20,000 people in attendance up there at Newcastle. And fuck me, they love their football despite the fact they got a useless side. Uh, the Tigers 33 came from tries to Malachi Watini's Lesniak. That's my that, that's my current most hated thing in all of commentary. What? 
the way that they fucking pronounce his last name, like it's, it, every it's everybody does it too. So it's probably like the way it's pronounced, but the way they put the emphasis on it, yeah. it's just so fucked. It's like it's always like Wateni Zalesniak. It's like they're trying to speak a language or like they're throwing up a hairball. You know what I've discovered recently? Speaking of commentary, yeah, um, ex players, yeah, who are fresh, yeah, into the commentary. Uh, so world. yeah, one year retired or like you know the year after retirement. They've been playing, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got no fucking idea how half of these names are pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Uh, so. Listen to Ray Warren's uh, Ray Warren, Warren with the Watini's Lesniak. Tell you, well, it just I, makes me want to fucking put him in a home even quicker. I hear Mick Ennis normally in the pre-games. Yeah. Um, but then when the actual game game is on, mm-hmm. they're gone. Yep. Uh, little Nakama, Nagama, uh, Nofaluma, Luke Brooks also with tries. Uh, Lolo, Haya, four of five conversions and a couple of penalty goals, field goal mm. to Brooks. Knights, tries to Fitzgibbon and uh, Wardell, Hodkinson, two of two conversions. Fitzgibbon, he goes all right. Yeah, he does. They'll probably drop him. <laughs> they'll probably give him, or they'll, they'll, they'll give him the fucking Brock Lamb special. Yeah, it's um, like Hodkinson to me seems to lack some fucking minerals. Look, he's the name brand player that they're playing, but they're paying a lot of money to. But I mean, Lamb. Sure, things weren't amazing under there, but I mean, they certainly were improving. I don't think you could argue that against that. Uh, it just seems to me to be a bit, um, a bit fucked. And I believe that partially the the reason why they they paid it such a terrible price in Spooner Pleaser. I see Hodko, and you know, look, I don't know the bloke. Mm-hmm. But over watching him play, there is a lot that says to me that he will blame every cunt on earth before he looks at himself in what he's doing. And I'm not sure that's the sort of person you need out there calling the shots for the Knights. Like, even so much so, you remember the last time we played, he was yeah, talking to the referee, saying, oh, yep. thanks, you've, you know, you've just cost you us just the cost game. game. <laughs> no, it was the you know, 85 unanswered points that you let in <laughs> that, that cost you the game. Um I've been trying to be positive about the Knights all year and and stick to that thing of, well, you don't need to actually win the match for it to be considered a win. You know, as long as there are things you're building on and working on and seeing improvements in. Yeah. And, you know, they had some fucking great games this year. They had some good wins. There's been improvements in, in offense. There's been some great defensive strategy. You know, they knocked off Canberra before mm-hmm. people knew they were shit. Yeah. Um, they haven't been able to put them both together. I think this one's probably the most disappointing, you know, uh, Four Nights fans, obviously, but... It feels like the, watching it, them. it would have been going into this game, they would have felt like it was their most winnable game, and also a, a, such a great motivation to avoid the spoon. Yeah. And sure, that this doesn't confirm they're going to get the spoon, and by any stretch of the imagination, there's a long way to go. But this was a psychologically, and, uh, you know, for morale, I just feel like that morale must be absolutely rock bottom to not not only lose this game but to be never in it at any stage to have fallen apart yeah. so badly yeah um, and we, we said last week in the previews that on paper West Tigers should win this game yeah yeah. You know, but on paper they should have won a lot of fucking games too they should have yeah. um, and, and they didn't do anything remarkable they just probably got closer to their potential and how they should be playing yeah um, but, but yeah unfortunate for Newcastle just for them to Check out. 
you know, really as a team. Yep. Um, Rostog had a forgettable day in the number one. So as as much as he is a, a cultural icon down there, um, but I don't think you want you know, want to be putting the fullbacks jersey on again anytime soon. Yeah. I think his best case scenario is that he becomes you know, Newcastle's Manu Vatave. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, 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 I don't I mean that in yep. you know, he has the potential for a long career. And, and um, plays great, you know, around fifty five percent of the time. But you know, doing the job yep. out on the wing. Yep. Get involved in the community, give back all of those things. You know, Newcastle's a nice place to live, it's on the water. Cheap meth. What more could a young man want? <laughs> <laughs> Hebby underscore Nova 20,000 fans attend to watch that performance running out of ways to express my frustration without becoming redundant uh, Ian underscore Johnson 68 the tide turns or hashtag tigers in decline the tide turns come on now it was it was uh, the hyperbole mate at underscore JDHD Knights vs Tigers were watching two, like watching two epileptic share a bowl of noodles sad messy and you feel bad for laughing at them you're a terrible human at Rusty Heart Up I'm just relieved with the win. Credit where it's due. Big thanks to the Knights for not competing. Hashtag <laughs> off the bottom and on the short bus. At the biggest tiger. The boys are smiley. I'm smiley. This is the best Sunday in 2017. Thank you, gods of rugby league. And at MJ Eagle 23 the Newcastle Knights go from one battle of the spoon game to another versus the Dogs next week. And yeah, we'll be talking about that. The Rabbitohs, 42, defeat the Panthers, 14, at ANZ crowd of just over 14,000 in attendance. The Rabbitohs, had uh, a lot of fucking tries, but a very short list of scorers. Uh, Sam Burgess with a try, Braden Burns with a try, Alex Johnson five tries, and Reynolds seven of seven conversions. The Panthers 14 came from tries. The Moylan, Mansour, uh, Cleary with two conversions and a penalty goal. Obviously, Panthers started this game quite well. Very well. They were looking great. Quite well. And then. South put a bit of fucking muscle on them and gave them a bit of the fucking business and they went to fucking water. Yeah, that wasn't, Absolute the, that bitches. wasn't the start of it though. There, there was the wayward pass. Yeah. Which, which invited South back into the game. Yeah. Then there was... You know South's are dirty, grubby, inbred British and cunts. you know Sam Bur- If you're on the ground, Sam Burgess is going to try and fucking do something to you. Exactly. However... He didn't now, get caught. He didn't get caught, and he got and he and his sin binning was actually erroneous. Oh uh, no! It, he, he threw he a hand. He didn't do shit. He threw a hand. He was innocent as fuck. If you strike out with a with a hand, he was innocent as a young Matt Moylan pre you know, any unfortunate meeting with the president of Namla yourself. <laughs> right. uh, but no, you're 100 percent right. They did go to absolute fucking jelly. Yeah. The, the minute South's tried to, to rough them up a little bit, mm-hmm. it, it is almost, and I think I tweeted as much, it's like fucking Jamie Soward was our strength and conditioning coach for the last week. It The thing that gets me, though, and I've said this since day dot, you have a long time with a football team to get plays ready. Penrith and the players they have aren't the sort of team that you can structure to death. Yep. But all of these really good fucking teams that we've spoken about, especially this week, the Melbourne Storms, the way the Sharks had their run, you know. Mighty Manly Seagulls. You played the Warriors. 
all you had to do was get on a fucking plane to Perth. So, and not dive when you were there. Imagine yeah. if the fucking captain, if I was captain in that plane, that would have been fucking hilarious. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. We're been. all Jamie Lyon. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, but those guys out there, as young as they are, they have no systems in place to deal with, with different situations. Um, it, didn't even, it didn't seem to be a system thing, though. It seemed to be like an emotional response to, to adversity. Yeah, exactly. But again, you look at the Melbourne Storm, yep. and when they get bashed, when they get beaten, mm-hmm. there are systems in place. Mm. There are things that you go back to so you, you don't have that emotional response. Yep. You know, It's like anybody in any sort of fucking profession. You train enough, you get experienced enough, you get proficient enough, that when things get shitty you know what to do to go back to a, a comfort zone to get yourself on the path again. The problem is with these young coddled uh, millennials that, that do constitute the Penrith Panthers is that the, the biggest fucking crisis that they have to face in their life is whether the fucking the frozen milkshake machine stops freezing their milkshakes. And they have, exactly. to, drink, and they have to drink regular milkshakes. Wow. God forbid. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe they, maybe they st- maybe don't apply fucking ice and churning to the milkshakes, yeah. and maybe apply fucking concrete and churning to the, the fucking. The biggest milkshakes. decision they need to make is are they thirsty or hangry? <laughs> yeah. But they could do so. They could do with some hangry. <laughs> Again, you've got Matt Moylan out there, who's a captain. Who's fucking giving him advice? You know, because again, when he's out there and the guys are fucking shut down, mm-hmm. he was out there doing his best. Trent Merrin, for fucking some reason, had a, a decent dig too. It was probably the best performing forward on the pack. But who's giving him advice on how to get those guys out there? Where are the plans that are being given to him by the coach to get the team out of that and, situation? And what was said at halftime? Because nothing changed. Fuck halftime. Fuck halftime. How long have South Sydney had a big, aggressive forward pack and yeah. that's their way to victory? Yeah. Like, is there any fucking preparation done on your opponents? <laughs> like, they didn't fucking ambush them. Yep. It, it's not like they had these kids that have just bought up from fucking Reggie's that no one's seen before, and all of a sudden they're playing out of their skin and they're young and energetic and physical. Yep. Yep. Do you know, <clears throat> fucking two of the cunts even look the same. <laughs> Fuck me. But it... Within that entire team, there's no structure... They've got no idea what to do when things go wrong. They've got no idea how to get back to a simple plan to get themselves back into a game. Because once the floodgates were open, they were open. Yep. And no one shut them again. Yep. You know? And Pendles Pendles will start playing, you know, like, you know, chuck the ball around, you know, try and... Which you don't. Which is not going to get you back into a game. Yeah, again, we've got the... That young fella that came in fucking Krakatoa into the number nine. Yeah. How fucked is my life when I'm begging for Mitch Rain to come back? <laughs> like, is this, is this what rock bottom looks like? Um, but, no. you know, again... The, Ask you next week. I, I don't know whether it was nerves or whether it was the pace of the game or what went on, but then you compound that you've got a, a brand new hooker there and the rest of the team's gone to shit around him. Yeah. You know, the, no no one's helping him out either. No. You know, so it was a fucking hard game for him. And then you got super coach <laughs> cunt face. Like, 
you know, you've got David Peachy in your team, and fair enough, we're using him as a, an impact utility player. You've got David team. Peachy in your team. Um, fucking Tyrone well, fucking Peachy. Bills aren't going to get paid, let me tell you. Personal experience. <laughs> be some fucking street fights in uh, in Redford. <laughs> fucking I'll tell you after the show. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, but, you know, you, you've got a team where Peachy's going to be at his most impactful against yep. a tired and hopefully lazy forward pack. And and when he he, he brought him on, like after like after the halftime break, but not immediately. Yep. So you're burning fucking interchanges for absolutely no reason to get a guy on there when there's no impact. You know, it it is absolutely fucking abysmal. And we're talking about extending his deal. Yep. You know, if he's not dropping players, if if he's putting it all out there and the players aren't executing on what he wants, fair enough. Fuck the players off then. I'm not saying cancel their contracts, but punish them. Put them to Reggie. Yeah. Just fucking, you know, Lange did it. When, you know, when when we had the uh, the Hair Bears back in the fucking glory days of yeah. 2002, 2003, yeah. he said, you cunts are out of shape, you're not fit, you're carrying too much weight, and you haven't done what I've asked you. Fuck off down to Reggie's. I don't even want to speak to you until the coach tells me you're ready to come back. You know, put some fucking accountability in these little cunts. And then you've got, and I think it was, um, it was Perm. Yep. And sent me a message the other day. You've got you know, Tim Brown coming out in the media saying publicly, you know, oh, Griff- Griffin's an inspiration. <laughs> you know the fucking secret to how that cunt picks his team? Like, who's, who is millimetres more than anybody else up my anus and they'll keep their fucking first grade spot? Like, the, the talent in that team that just needs some fucking heart and a leader? Yep. But that performance, like, the players need to be ashamed of themselves, but the fucking cunt that sent them out there unprepared with nothing to get them back into that game needs to be fucking drawn and quartered Braveheart style. There you go. Can't get more brutal assessment, self-assessment than that. Barjas86. Has Anthony Griffin finally sucked the youth out of Matt Moylan? Hashtag old man. Hashtag reverse fountain of youth. Butsy888. The Tigers are now only two wins out of their rightful position, which is currently filled by you now. Yeah. <sighs> At Shane Aaron Elvis. Someone check on stepdad. <laughs> all right. Oh, they were checking on me, all right. You look all right. At Benny27, just like old times, one host team wins and the other is a basket case. And by basket case, I mean hash Panthers in decline. <laughs> I'm not going to start you, that up. Oh, yeah, there, there have been many fucking attempts to put another team in decline. Yeah, this, the problem is the, the original harbinger of decline, they are yeah. not yet ready to relinquish the role. <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe me, the fucking... The, the, the attempts... To try and get Manly into the decline. Yeah. Just abject failure, as you can see. Uh, and Benny also went on to say, um, I just, I, I went, to, <laughs> I thought that things would be different. You know, stepdad would be better and bring nice things to our house. Alas, I was wrong. Yeah. But yeah, fuck, I'm just, I'm just angry about how fucking simple it is. Yeah. Like, Adam Reynolds, he doesn't run the ball and he's criticised for it all the fucking time. What does he do? He kicks the fucking ball. Yeah. You know? Of course. And so we've got a guy out there who is a fantastic, fantastic winger, 
Solid in attack, coming out of our own end. Hates a fucking bomb, though. His fucking nickname is Elephant. <laughs> and it's not because he fucking doesn't forget shit. <laughs> the elephant's the only mammal that can't jump. There you go. Some fucking... T- and I, I heard that now on another show, but apparently people get all fucking mincy about it and go, oh, well, fucking dolphins and manatees and shit can't jump either. But Mansoor is a fucking elephant. Yeah. And I love fucking Mansoor. Yeah. yeah. Big fan. It's his, it's his jumping for high balls the last couple of weeks of maybe think, no, you know what? No, he's not He's not actually ready for Origin because fucking hell. No, he's not. Can you believe the amount of fucking kicks that Kronk oh. <laughs> and or Thurston, <laughs> Cameron Smith, everyone would be going, one kick in traffic. Yeah. Just put a bit of traffic yeah. on a kick. If Corey Oates was there, it'd be 100 nil. Oh, but, unbelievable. You know, but again, that's fine. But it happened last week. Mm-hmm. Fucking train for it the week after, prepare for it, mm-hmm. or switch him in defence. Yeah, don't you know? drop him back. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, that's just yeah. <clears throat> simple fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, Shana86, Gus needs to build the the Phil Gould Centre for teams who can't read games good and want to learn to do other stuff good too. And I'll tell you what, if he doesn't see the fucking problems, Gus can fuck off too. But, as some partial way for restitution or perhaps, you know, something, I did notice that they're, they're giving out oak finger spinners at the game this weekend. <laughs> I think it was Shunner that sent us the, sent us the picture of it. <laughs> Isn't that... It's just, it to me, and I know he had nothing to do with it, less than zero to do with this, hmm. but it's just the fucking most griffiniest thing ever. To give projectiles. And also, like, to do something with, like, a, a an intent of, like, being the hip, cool thing, but at, at the at the downward fucking trajectory of the fad. Yeah, oh, look, you know, a lot of what they're doing, it's easy to see what he's doing. Um, well, he's why, trying... didn't he, why, why didn't he give out pogs? <laughs> with Alf on it. <laughs> um... Tazos. Fuck, Tarzos. <laughs> um, yeah, he's trying to take a leaf out of American books where yeah, yeah it's there is a day yeah at, at the the sport like they have fucking free bat day yeah. and that is baseball bat not <laughs> I was gonna say not fucking Cronulla Sharks, <laughs> Matty John's day. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, fuck, oh, no, that's too bad. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the last name of that you know the lady that was Australian of the Year. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, don't, don't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking um. hell. <laughs> I mean, my sister-in-law, Stephanie Shotgun. <laughs> um, yeah, I can see what they're doing. You know, trying to get people in and encourage yeah. and have a day. Yeah. But, again, if, if Gus, with his fucking great rugby league mind, can talk about teams on the TV and what they're doing and this and that and this and that and this and that, but doesn't see the shit going on in his own backyard? Or is it now at this stage saying, do I need to be involved? Yeah. I don't want to coach the team, but I'll tell you what, I want to watch what you're fucking doing. Yeah. If he's not, you can fuck off too. Yeah. I'd be happier with fucking MG and Brandy in there. You know, again, bit of fucking passion in the jumper. 
and you're big on passion this week, aren't you? Yeah, and not the UN kind. Yeah. Proper passion. Passion. That's the UN kind that you're advocating, though, with you know, your Freddies and your, your fucking MGs. No. And <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the kind of passion you're going to get. Fucking, no, I'm talking like P-A-S-H apostrophe N. That's my passion. Okay, previews for the round that will be the Roosters take on the Rabbitohs Friday night. It's a very short and origin-affected uh, origin weekend, of course. Uh, so we've got Friday night in the uh, 8pm slot, the Roosters take on the Rabbitohs. Very traditional rivalry game, this one. Somewhat um, equalised with the, the mass removal of origin players from the Roosters' side. Mm. Um, the Rabbits, they're going to obviously take a lot out of that, you know, what a morale-boosting win over the Panthers that we just spoke about, um, and a and a, a settled lineup. I think it's exactly the same lineup as they as they turned yeah. out last week. The, the um, Rabbits have realised that big fucking men running fast and hard in the middle and quick guys outsides works. Isn't it funny how chroming affects your short-term memory? Because they only had to remember back to 2014. <laughs> <laughs> the white lady in the chrome just <laughs> fuck. It's like they painted over their history. <laughs> Not just fucking breathe in the goodness, um, but yeah. So so Ferguson, Pierce, Dapper, Cordner, um, all gone out of the Roosters, yeah. the Roosters side. Uh, so Watson comes in into the halves uh, to to join Kiri, and uh, look, Cordner's a big loss. Good, f- it's a good fucking chance for the Rabbitohs. If the, the Rabbitohs of Sunday afternoon turn up, yeah, then f- they got every chance to take this my, game. My concern is we haven't seen that this year. We saw the Rabbitohs. Yeah. You know, almost beat Brisbane yep. and get beaten by to Neil from Manly the week after was it or, or, to, or to yeah or to just about yeah yeah um, so yeah look I think without the Origin players though I think South will get up alright the Panthers take on the mighty Manly Seagulls out there in the muddle putty, muddy muddy puddle on Saturday Arvo um, Dean Farah you lost him for a month mm. so Peachy goes to the centres your wish of, uh, of of Mitch Rain returning at hooker <laughs> comes to lock, comes to pass. Fucking oh. hope he's cut his hair in the last week too. No, nothing's going to fucking help that dude. Uh, you know what? If someone's at the game and I'm talking, you know, shunts, somebody, get some fucking oak finger spinners for us. I can think of some fucking useful things to do with them. <laughs> ease my pain um, I don't pr- manly lose uh, lose just Jakey Turbo to origin but uh, that's a negative then you got a positive they lose Lewis Brown to injury <laughs> and so, and so the, manly the sta- by thousand <laughs> the starting line we get Jared Kennedy uh, coming into the starting lineup um, and so very very few looks in first grade for, for Kennedy uh, any from, relation to Ben Kennedy no from what I hear he's, he, uh, he hasn't been uh, he hasn't been really killing it in the Reggies either so you know, I'd be surprised if he does much of anything Graham uh, Kennedy John F. Kennedy? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, they're all related somewhere, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, just how many cousins you want to um, <laughs> and, uh, and And Lussick in 13. Doesn't concern me or anything, but I think, yeah, how good could he yeah, could he possibly be? Um, Jackson Hastings, I, I still don't know why why he finds himself on the outer at the moment either, but uh, his I, dad. I, I do like Cameron Cullen, though, and uh, I want to see him get some decent fucking minutes. But yeah, 
other, I mean, other, you know, most of the, the lineup is fairly settled, though, and the important pieces that we've seen this year, in, uh, you know, with uh, Tommy Turbo, Walker Iwate, uh, Green Evans, um, Kerry Evans, uh, Coruscant in there uh, to power. Look, if they do what they, if they do what they normally do, and they and they play to the, and and they play to their strengths, and they and they don't have one of those fucking games that the Warriors game looked like at the start, yeah. where they were just fucking mentally not tuned into the game. Cherry Evans has carried it. Manly this year. It, it's been all on the back of his control, and as as long yeah, as he's no, in form, I mean, he's you know I obviously the, you know there's been a platform provided for him though. He can't do this in a vacuum, otherwise he would have done it last year. Um. Blake Green offsetting the off, yeah. you know giving him some uh, some options but, so he doesn't yeah, have again, to do everything. When you guys started to get the wobbles last week, it was it was DC that calmed you down. Yeah, but I mean, but, it's Green Green still plays a very uh, yeah, a very Green good role in as well. Um, but honestly, I don't care about the fucking two points. I want some fucking heart and some apostrophe. Some passion. P a s h u n. That's what you want. No. What's the difference with the apostrophe? apostrophe N. What's the difference? I don't know. Fucking inbred Queensland cunt say Pashan. Well, you just, you, well, the only person I've seen say it's Hammers, and he's well, a Queenslander. Well, you want you, you, just, you just want Passion spelled the actual real way. Or Pasito. I'd be happy with fucking Pasito. <laughs> you know what? But, just the kind of fizzy fake sort of Passion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel good for a little while. Um, I want these guys to come out there. And put some fucking effort in for a long period of time. And even yep. if things get tough, to get in and do the hard yards. And I want guys like Tamau to get out there and fucking hurt themselves. You know? Get out there and, and You get injured and leave your team short. Work for Lewis Brown. <laughs> but no, no, I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know, get out there and run fucking hard into another guy's shoulder. Yep. You know? Put him on his backside yep. and get things rolling. Um, and if not, I want... Anthony Griffin to be impaled um, not on a pointy stick like most people think but on a smooth rounded one where it's not poked through you it's just um, inserted gently up his bunghole and he is put up in the middle of Pepper Stadium and he slides down onto it over a couple of days and eventually the, you know the, the, the resistance of you know gravity gravity just fucking yeah, gravity yeah yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and give him an oak finger spinner though to occupy him while it's happening, while the process is happening. That's it. Yeah, fucking useless kind of a man. I just want the win. I don't want to fucking. I don't want to hurt the Panthers. But it's interestingly, when I was putting my tips in earlier, they're they're a dollar ninety one each. <laughs> what the fuck? Where and you you guys were like a dollar eighty. Like the market opened at like you know you guys at like a dollar sixty five and mainly like two dollars twenty five ish. That yeah. sort of ballpark. Think, think back to this episode, kids, if you're ever wondering, you know, how bad it is to gamble or the advantage sports betting companies have over you. Yeah. <laughs> like, they got you. Yeah. Uh, um, the Melbourne Storm take on the Parramatta Eels at Amy Park Saturday night, and obviously the Melbourne Storm. It's the Origin Weekend Storm, but this time it's a new version of the Origin Weekend Storm that we haven't seen before. Because not only have you, lo- you lose the big three... Um, Glasby uh, obviously goes back to the origin side and Chambers as well in addition to the big three but now you've got Munster the guy that was holding shit down while the big three were away yeah he's gone too so this is the real test for those new you know mini me this is the babiest Melbourne Storm side that we've seen in many a moon because they've always had these guys to hold shit down from but when they start calling those guys up at the same time as the first guys 
that's when they that's when you know you're in a fucking like an unrecognizable Can- I mean, look at this Jerome Hughes as a back were- Riley Jackson Brody coughing the coughing the halves yeah Canterbury were horrible last week in attack yes you know, Parramatta defended their goal line well but it's not fucking hard when you know who's going to get the ball yep. before it's played yep um, and you can just four man him yeah exactly every time uh, you you put one guy with the speed of fucking Fox or or Gunny yep. in there, uh, and there's points in them. So I look. I want to say Parramatta can get it done, but I think Melbourne in Melbourne. I want to say Melbourne in Melbourne, and I don't believe in Parramatta yet, even though they've been going okay of late. And man, I guess it's just like you just you just trust the Bellamy system. It's all you can do if That's you want it. to Melbourne. And uh, look, I'm inclined. I'm inclined to do it. To be honest, you see what that did to you. You're in a tough spot, but a fucking system you could have faith in got you through got it. <laughs> You're a better coach than Anthony Griffin. Congratulations. Doggies take on the Knights at Belmore. This is a 4 p.m. Sunday game, match of the round, <laughs> so to speak. It's actually the sequel to Hyper Bowl 2017. Uh, the doggies got a little bit of a jump on the Knights in as far as ladder positions concerned, but. Uh, this would help the Knights out greatly in their battle versus the Tigers if they mm. could get some two two points here and not fall further behind uh, on account of the buy that the, 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 the Tigers will be picking up. Okay, so the Doggies, putrid attack, and they lose uh, Morris, Jackson, and Clemmer. Holland being one of the replacements. When you when you're doing a trade of of Morris to Holland, you know you you know you're in a fucking shite state of affairs. I fucking hate that kid. Yeah. And, um, the Knights, they lose Gay Guy to Origin, and um, how's that that Newcastle lose a player to Origin of Penrith Tones? <laughs> Just how disappointing has your season really been? That's the bar- that's the barometer. Uh, Hodkinson remains in the halfback position. Lamb sits in eighteen, not gonna, not, and is likely not to play. Feeney at halfback, and that guy has got to be one of the worst fucking players currently drawing a paycheck in the National Rugby League. Yeah. Is I mean, he, is why is he, he like, there? In, why is he there ahead of Lamb? Like, as as Tommy Turbo is the yep. world's slowest fast man. Yeah. Is he the world's greatest shit player, or the world's shittest great player? I think he's the he's the shittest shit player. I think he's absolute fucking garbage. He, he pulled him back into the game last week. Oh, they were never really back into Solo the game. Solo try. Though. They 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 were all con- they were all fucking consolation points, and the Tigers like oh fucking that's right, goes for eighty minutes doesn't it? All right, let's fucking throw a few more tries on and a field goal just to fucking bury the game. Hang on, didn't you say Frawley? No, I didn't say Frawley. I said Feeney. Oh okay. I'm, about... I'm that fucking tired. I'm talking about Frawley, and you're talking about Feeney. You thought you're talking about a, a, yeah no yeah. So Frawley, I'm thinking yeah oh, well, yeah okay yeah best shit player. Well he got he drew him level didn't yeah. he with that yeah, yeah. so yeah. Yes. No, no, so his his try was yeah. There's was a lot a of hype try. about Feeney. What? No, there's not. He's fucking garbage. Is he the one who's fucking dad's the CEO of NIB? I don't know. There's some fucking silver spoon cunt that plays for the Knights whose dad's the CEO of NIB. Look, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's got it. There's got to be something. I mean, I thought goat picks, but yeah, okay. Nepotism could be a thing. Being being the major sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nepotism is okay. Yeah. I just don't understand why. You know, given the way that Brock Lamb has gone. Why isn't he the guy that gets to be the young guy with Hodkinson? Well, you know what? Last week was a fucking abortion. How about this week we try that? Try it that way. Mm. Just don't get it. Uh, but uh, look, oh, I want to. I, I want to give the Knights a tip. 
but I'm not going to. Despite how this game is going to be AIDS, it's just got AIDS like, written all over. Yeah, it. I don't see where the dogs' points come from. Yeah, with that gay guy, I don't see where the knights' points come from. This might be. Has there ever been a one-nil rugby league game? I don't think so. Sports, mate. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think there has been. There's been games um, that have looked like it's going to be one one nil, but you know things happen towards the end. That, that do you know blow. who the winner out of all this shit is? Not us. Rugby league. No. Right. In the fact that there is a fucking player with a relatively famous surname who's been dropped from a team, and you haven't heard from Tezza. He does keep to himself, doesn't he? Well, f- fucking good on him. Yeah. Let him fucking figure it out himself, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Alright, look, I, I'm going to tip the dogs because I think they're a better side overall, but they're both garbage and this game is going to suck and I'm going to be forced to watch it. And I'm going to tip the Knights because I believe in fairy tales. It's a pretty low-level fairy tale. But yeah, alright. Mate, I'm that low, you got to take what you can get at the moment. Broncos, Raiders, Sharks, Titans, Cowboys, Dragons, Warriors, West Tigers have a bye and that is the round. And that is full time for episode 262. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks for joining us through the 2017 season and contributing to the amazing figures we're getting. Uh, as always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Um, iTunes, a review this week from Timmy McIntyre, our boy. Uh, he's uh, five stars, the kings of rugby league podcasts. That review was not funny at all and totally not indicative of Timmy's stand-up stylings. Uh, Supercoach, NZ underscore Magpie 54, Dingbats, Lucky Punks, The Wendells, Ebenezer Rascals, Grey Ghosts, Junior Mints, Lamb of God, Sesame Timbers, and Seaweed Steelers are our top 10. Oof. And uh, it is close with teams dropping out of the top 10 every week. Tipping, Am I Winning, aka Lynn, she's on top solo, 87 points, one point back to Kylie, Hebby Nova, Terry G, E underscore Rascals, uh, Matthew Brella. Macca, all tied on 86. Then we go one point back to JB, another one back to Jimpanzee 15 and TBI Dragons. And I am in 26th now, motherfuckers, and only about two games out of the top 10. So here I come. And um, <clears throat> that's it. That's all we've got time for. Nice one. Ran a bit over, considering there's no uh, there's no uh, Super League pod section and uh, no Ask Nat this week, because she's uh, drunk off her face in Vegas. So Well done, Nat. Exactly. Happy birthday. It was her birthday the other day. Tune so, in uh, for an extended director's cut of four hours of me ranting about what a shit cunt Anthony Griffin is and how he can't do even the fucking simplest things required in coaching a, a team right. It took a lot of fucking editing to get to the point we got to tonight. Fucking cunt. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Later. running me a mouk. He ridiculed me, calling me a bum. I whooped Batman's ass. I whooped Batman's ass. I whooped Batman's ass. I whooped Batman's ass.
Batman thought he was bad. He was a fucking asshole in the first place. He got knocked to the floor. I whooped Batman's ass. 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 Batman beat the hell out of me and knocked me to the floor. I got back up and knocked him to the floor. He was being such a jagoff. Rock over London, rock on Chicago. Wheaties, represent champions. 